This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Good morning, video games. Dropping in at the start of the episode to let you know that we are doing three live shows in Melbourne in April as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. That's right. You might not uh, associate us with comedy, but we're trying it out <laughs> three times in the month of April. We're talking video games. We're going to have some guests. We're going to do some fun live stuff in the room only. So if you can get to Melbourne or you will be here for the festival, come along and, and watch us. Yeah. Those dates will be Sunday the 7th, Sunday the 14th, and Sunday the 21st of April. April, yep. yeah. as we invite all of you, our uni friends, to come to our improv night. <laughs> uh, no, there'll be good shows, and like yes. Ben says, they will be uh, each different and each exclusive to that particular live moment in yes. time. Mm. Uh, you can come to any one of them. 25 is the ticket. Yep. Or if you want to come to all three, you get like a season pass. We've monetized it like video games, yes. uh, and that will reduce the price. That's right. To come to all three. 3 p.m. at the Cooper's Inn. Uh, those dates that you mentioned, come along and see us. It'd yeah. be great fun. Tickets at comedyfestival.com.au. We'll see you there. There's a link in the description too. We'll see you there. <laughs> we'll see you there. So that's it. What, are we some kind of suicide squad? Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow and with me, as always... Ben Vanell here. Rumours abound in the video game sphere. Ooh. But this week we're talking about actual stuff that we've done and played and seen with our own eyes. Not me. I'm here to address the rumours. Okay. Uh, it's official. I am exiting... The console business, I will no longer be offering any any help to friends going through hard times. Mm -hmm. No consoling from me anymore. Okay. That's the end of it. If you tell me about a problem you've had, I'm going to make it worse. That's okay. my business now. Software yeah, the, only. There has been speculation about that for a yeah. long time. And but... Look, I've got a business presentation next week and my yep. business is keep your business to yourselves. Oh. It's a, it's a I am cool. not emotionally bandwidth heavy enough. <laughs> It is a great uh, It's a great time to be reading the video game news because on one hand you've got, ah, oh, the rumours are they've gone into production of the uh, LCD screens for the Switch 2 and then you oh, scroll yeah. down and it's like this big console giant might be going under and not making hardware anymore. Like it's it's all over the place. Yeah. There's lots of stuff going on. I yeah. was getting very worried that you were in intimating you were going out of the console business, a.k.a. the Infinity Machine. 
Oh, oh. but that will never happen. <laughs> no, I, I don't care how much money our business loses to that particular <laughs> endeavor. It is a loss leader. Yeah, sure. Adam and making the decision to make the Infinity Machine cloud only would really <laughs> go against everything that the Infinity Machine stands yeah. for. However, it makes the most sense and is possible. Yes, it already exists. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the smart business decision. No, no, no. This is the long-term play for mm. after the world falls, I'll be able to get a generator. Yes. And still have every video game before three days after whatever event takes place, I'm clubbed in the head for water. Absolutely, yep. or radiation gets you or whatever. Uh, yes. In case you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, the radiation been... of my infinity machine, <laughs> yeah. of the number of consoles I've <laughs> got actually, running at the one time. You, there was not a nuclear event. You I go just... down before everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, the uh, yeah, there's been um, big rumours uh, this week about... Microsoft and Xbox, the start of it. Like a hall. A big room. A big room. <laughs> hey, a bigger room. Oh, yeah. look at the size of this room. <laughs> There's, uh, yeah, been big rumours about, uh, f- well, first of all, it was that um, Hi-Fi Rush and uh, Sea of Stars might be coming to and Switch and Starfield PlayStation. was the big one. Well, that and was then... later. It was half- Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah might yeah. be coming to uh, Switch and PlayStation and then... Switch at first. And then, uh, it, but also this timeline's so convoluted that yep. I've got to stop trying to 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 get it right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, it was that that was like the initial rumor, and then Starfield was its own sort of reported on rumor that that was going to be coming to PS Five, mm. and then the most uh, recent update is that there's going to be a business update. Uh, this week or next week, so month, soon. I think they it, said yeah. it spread even further beyond that. Where like, so these rumors as well weren't like there are a lot of bullshit things on Twitter, and people are saying every single possible option so that they'll be right, whatever happens. But I feel like the thing of Hi-Fi Rush coming to Switch has been sort of being floated around for like six months or so, at, at least point. a few weeks heavily yeah. too, and that wasn't that interesting because they've sort of done. That before with like Ori, those games yeah, were Cuphead on there. And yeah, Cuphead, yeah. exactly. So Someone like data mined it as well and found some like new T-shirt in there that's like the Switch. Oh sure, colors or something. I think yeah. we talked about it on here and like it wasn't that interesting. Yeah, for, for the first time on this podcast. <laughs> but uh, but so it was Starfield then, like mm. you said, and then. Gears of War and Halo were being floated. Oh, in- I didn't hear internally. Halo. Yeah, mm. fuck. Um. And these are like from people who say they have sources who are journalists, some of these things. So they're not just like rumors of like, you know, fucking Pikachu's going to suck my dick (laughs) or whatever. Like the sort of rumors you normally get on Twitter if (laughs) if you have the algorithm that I have. There's certain (laughs) websites too where once they're reporting on it, it's it's it does become a real where there's smoke, there's fire. It's like there's something in this. Maybe it's not quite to the extent that people are getting carried away and speculating, but something something is happening. The amount of leaks that come out of Microsoft in particular too leads to these pretty crazy levels of like internally they were having discussions about whether they could buy Nintendo. It's oh, not yeah, that yeah. weird, but yeah. it's crazy for it to get out to the degree sure. that it did because once something reaches the public in that way, mm. it becomes it. Anyway, so the, yeah, it was it was then all of their first party games might be published on other mm-hmm. consoles being the PlayStation and the next Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was people talking about them exiting the hardware business. There's also been rumors about them just having recently decided to make 
a handheld machine, so mm. they're making more hardware right. is possibly it. Uh, like things about maybe Game Pass will shift gears and not have day one releases yep. or bring in more tiers and like the Call of Duty games will be on the higher ones and so on. Yeah, because mm. also the fact that they there were recently those layoffs in there, so then you kind of tie that into it. So it's like, well, why would they, like, you know, if they, if maybe if they right. weren't manufacturing hardware anymore, they wouldn't right. need those. Was it like 1,900 people or something that yeah, they Yeah, retail business people yeah. and physical, physical media people. So yes. people are connecting the dots i guess so yeah. then all of these things are swirling phil spencer tweeted uh that they hear everyone mm-hmm. and uh there will be a presentation next week a business update yeah some words like that that he used yeah which the direction the future direction of xbox peculiar with the nature of what a lot of these rumors are that yeah. they're reaching the point of are they going to stop making xboxes at all right to not more directly address it and sooner yeah, like yeah. they, yeah, they also are in such a weird position with kind of what they do that that gives so much fuel to like mm. any version of this rumor. Mm. Like if this was something about Sony or Nintendo, it really could only be one thing, which is they're going to stop making consoles and just publish their games on other platforms, right? Mm. Whereas, mm. Be- but because like. Because Microsoft has the ecosystem of Game Pass, like it does, you know what I mean? Like there are so many more different areas right. for there to move in. It's not as like... And xCloud being like a, a real workable thing that people right. outside of Australia can use. Totally. But then at the same time, all of those things having not made money for ages yeah. by yeah. all reports. So like, And they seem to have put a lot of stock into like just getting you to sign up to Game Pass. And yeah. they don't really care... They, they seem to not really mind where that is, whether it's through the cloud and it's just on your phone or whether it's on your PC mm-hmm. or whether it's on an Xbox. They're yeah. not so focused on you just owning an Xbox. So they've sort of been mo- – like we've, we've said this before that it's like it feels like, you know, in maybe it would take 10, 15 years but you could get to a point where people don't own consoles anymore. Like right. everything is just streaming from the cloud and there is no hardware. Mm. It sort of seems like they are the ones being – forward thinking about sort of starting to action that where they can which again would make sense if they were to just go you know what the overheads of making these machines we can do without it and we can publish starfield on the playstation 5 and make start to make some of that money back that we spent on the acquisition of um of uh, bethesda Mm. it's also like so Firstly, it makes sense that the that there would maybe be big changes happening that were brought from above mm. the Xbox division yeah. because mm. they've just spent so much money, so publicly had this big thing about why they're spending so much money. Yep. Uh, well known to not be nece- making that money back. Yeah. 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 So it makes sense that someone higher up will go, hey, fucking come on. Well, what, yeah, I think, you know, in the chat after we all uh, – Collectively speculated about every possible Picked option. Out jaws up from the floor. <laughs> but we. I've just seen a hot cartoon woman walk past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I get my news from. It's uh, a Wooga news. <laughs> but I think, like, the most likely and the least, um, you know, uh, uh, disruptive. <laughs> yes. Uh, option is that they just start selling their games on. PlayStation and, and I really Nintendo feel like more. the announcement is just going to be because like, yeah, you're right, we, Adam. We like, need to make more money, so that's the easiest way to do it. They've spent so much money, and they also have that rare thing of like there is something there that's relatively easy, yeah. where they know they can get some money back, and that is like you you acquired Bethesda, 
a company that has a huge fan base. This game came out that was like touted as being this really big thing. You could tomorrow just go, it's out on PlayStation 5 and make a bunch of money from that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's rare to have such an easy, not easy, but you know, like a clear simple, solution there yeah. where you just go, we can push this. Okay, we, we thought we would be able to bring those people over into our ecosystem. It hasn't work, worked. We've paid a lot of money for this game. All right, easy. We can just sell it to all the people who want it and... That's we own this thing, and yeah. we can just get some of that money back. Like yeah. it's, it's th- rare to have that, like a button like that that you can push. And they've specifically been saying that's their plan for Call of Duty and stuff mm. that they picked up in the Activision acquisition. Yes. So why wouldn't that plan then also make sense for everything that they do? If as well, I think it could be combined with. I'd be very surprised if they were getting out of the hardware business completely. However, yeah. I could see a pivot to like we make. <clears throat> what like the steam machine was going to be like computers mm. that are console computers right. that mm. are a living room box. Cause like they've wanted that for ages since the right. Xbox one. And it's what people initially got their hackles up about was that it was the everything box in your living room, mm. which people now want a lot more than they did 10 plus years ago. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I would be surprised if this announced, like they announced if they were getting out of the, of the hardware, uh, business, I would be surprised if they said that now. Like, mm, kind yeah. of, s- sort of like mid life cycle would be. Yeah, they still if, got if, boxes to sell. Yeah, if it, if it was going to happen, it seems more likely that it would be a thing. End of the life cycle, they go, hey, look, no new announcement from us. We're out. Maybe like, while you've still got the stock to get through, just seems like now would not be the time. If they were thinking it, now would not be the time to announce it. I don't. Mm. Think. The most like front of mind example for people is the Dreamcast of and that happened really quickly at the time right but the difference being that Sega would have not existed if they hadn't have done that yeah they were running out of money and so like had to do that Microsoft has money Mm -hmm. so they don't they don't need to pull a ripcord that hard I don't think but I don't know what their view of it or what their setup internally is in terms of like if yeah do we cut this division are they like I don't know much about Microsoft's more businessy business mm. and whether they cut products in the fashion that Google kind of does. Yeah. Right. Where they're like, if this isn't what, cause Stadia, I guess was the most recent. Nah, fuck this. Yeah. Uh, no yeah, one they, liked it. Yeah. They gave that like a year. And yeah. that was all the cloud stuff that mm. I still don't think people are ready for or that the technology is caught up to yet. It's the, mm. yeah, that's the main thing, right? It's just the mm. tech isn't quite there. So it, th- there's no telling properly what it is because of course they haven't said anything those leaks that came out about them planning another like mid-gen refresh console thing i could see that happening with a re-gearing of what the xbox is going forward we've got this new digital only it's your home thing xbox right we get rid of the x and the s they stop getting made because they put the both of those on like pretty big discounts yeah over the last year and apparently those haven't been selling through Mm. so they just can't sell what they've got make the new thing here's the xbox this is the only xbox going forward we're stopping making the x and the s this one's in the middle of them or whatever and it's all digital and it's all game pass focused Mm. and sort of like sony does with pc releases every Mm. playstation exclusive other than a few comes out on the pc a year later or whatever so it's the reverse of that because they yeah they sort of yeah they clearly view it as like Okay, we own this. We own this product. People come to us for it, but mm. also at the end of the day, if we put it on something else, 
those people were never going to come over anyway and we just still get a bit of revenue from it. Yeah. And it, they have to change what they're doing because their plan to recover from the Xbox One was we need good exclusives again. We're going to acquire these studios and have good Xbox exclusive, blah, blah, blah. And they haven't for like mm. a decade yeah, had and good all, exclusives but, and- because like... Every Halo game has been a disappointment, and yeah. those were the reason that the Xbox existed in the first yeah. place. And the Gears of War franchise certainly did not maintain its popularity. And then they stopped putting them out yeah. uh, for a long time. Like Forza didn't do it. Uh, mm. Sky uh, Starfield was a flop, essentially, right? At least in terms of its reception, and I don't think it sold uh, to well, what they projected. Yeah, Stuff yeah, like Redfall and shit. I guess that's the thing. If you if you if you were someone who was interested in Starfield. Uh, you could get Game Pass for a month and try it, and if you didn't like it, you just jump off. And people yeah. who did do that did it on a PC yes. as well. They yes. did like I don't. It doesn't seem as though they sold a bunch of Xboxes off the back of Starfield. And no, I think maybe totally. the response to it was sort of like neutered by Microsoft's involvement in it and them having to push it and make it out that it was going to be the greatest thing that had ever existed because they really needed it to be a win Mm. to sort of justify this acquisition. Like a world where Bethesda are a bit more in charge of like how it comes out on the marketing and everything and it comes out on everything. Maybe it Mm. gets received a little better without having Microsoft do these presentations where uh, they're like this game is going to revolutionize the rpg like i, yeah, yeah. I think they would have done that shit anyway and if it had come yeah. out on the playstation it still would have gone the same because then the other ones are like indiana jones uh is oh, yeah. later this year that was the other one being um floated for playstation release right. and like it's similar to what i was saying before about the how that of course they talked about by nintendo of course they're talking about what they should do with all these games yes i that being said, I doubt Nintendo or Sony are talking about that very often. No, I like, mean, this is the thing with uh, Microsoft. They it, Like everything that they do in the last few years seems to be, it, it's just all these, they just, the, the the impression that you get as a consumer is that they're, they're sort of all over the place. They seem to be very reactionary. These things kind of get leaked and it just gives an impression in, in there that there's no like solid like, yeah, Nintendo and Sony, for better or worse, even if you don't love their output or agree with their decisions, it's like they, you know, they seem to kind of like know what they're doing and they yeah. they stick to their guns. They but, seem to have set a strategy at the start of their console yeah, generation and, and they stick to it. Right, and with this, it's with them, it's like even the thing of going everything is going to, if you get a Series S, everything's going to come out on it. Don't worry about it. You're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be, um, you know, have your legs cut off by like having this slightly less powered console. And then they end up having to go back on that for Baldur's Gate because Mm. it's like the biggest game of the year and they, you know, it's like, well, we can't, can't, we, 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 it's, it's, it's have it on the X only or not have it at all if that's going to be your rule. Mm. So it's all these kind of things. They sort of are so... Yeah, they seem sort of so reactionary on things leaking, and then they respond to that, and well, rather than just going gung ho and going, "Here's the plan." They're mm. big, but th- and they had a gung ho plan. They mm. said they announced all these games. So, like, we're making a new Perfect Dark. We've oh, got yeah. a, a Vowed, which is still coming. We've got this Fable game and all of that, mm. and then they just fucking vanish into vapor yeah. after that. Yeah, like that Perfect Dark one. There were reports of that getting fucked up, and it's been rebooted and right. whatever, and it might not come out. And Fable, we've seen 
snippets of, but it doesn't seem to exist. Mm. And, yeah. it's- and then, yeah, acquiring all these like good new de- developers who, you know, released a, a game that broke through and then you don't hear anything from them for like six years. And it's been years and years. And like, the, you know, like it's two different arcanes, but it's both arcane. They put out Deathloop that's on the PS5 too. And then their first Xbox only game. Again, I know it's a different studio technically, but it's Redfall. Oh, yeah. 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 And like that, the strategy that they did have that they've been talking about for years mm. hasn't actually fucking happened. Yeah. Mm. They when, put like, out a bad Halo game that people didn't like. They've put out like which another Forza by, game yeah. <laughs> that who cares? Like yeah. it's not enough to carry it. Yeah. And, yeah. Like Flight okay, Simulator didn't sell Xboxes. Right. People are just going in on Forza and Flight Simulator on Game Pass because that's like if you yeah. have that stuff but already. on PC crucially as well. Yeah, like yeah. Game Pass they're making their money if people are buying an Xbox and getting Game Pass and keeping it. Like mm. that was what they wanted people to do. Yeah. If they're having to pivot, which again, we don't even know if they are, but of course it seems like it. Mm. Right. Then it's because that's not working. And like th- there's rumors in every single direction. So it's kind of hard to know which pellet of the shotgun blast to look at, but it's pro- it's most likely like it's most likely that they're just going They've been talking about selling their games on other platforms, mm. and like what with what happened with uh, something else, maybe Cyberpunk, maybe uh, I can't remember. It was another game, but uh, the people on the inside who weren't happy with these discussions, you know, the potential strategy, they're leaking that because they're like, "What? Well, I thought our plan was to have exclusive games right. and and you know foster smaller development companies making games for." Xboxes, mm. yeah. It's um, uh, I, my guess would be they are making new hardware, but different hardware that is a little more focused, or uh, I guess a little less focused, if anything. That is essentially different formats of computer. Yeah, mm. and there will be a living room computer and a handheld computer, right? Because the Steam Deck's <laughs> done real well. Yeah, yeah. And people want their like f- fucking Roku boxes and mm. shit. And if you I can can't make- imagine that they'd be announcing this though. Like this may be a plan, but you're not going to announce this just because some people have tweeted about Indiana I think Jones they on PlayStation. So they were planning to do this, but in three weeks rather than next week. Mm, okay. This like business event thing. I so it's that not the- that their hand has been forced necessarily by rumors, other than bringing it up a bit. Yeah, I yeah. Is I think what's happened. I think that I, I honestly think like the biggest thing of the announcement in a week is just going to end up being yeah, Starfield's out on the PS5 in July, which isn't that right. explosive of a. Of no. a concept, like uh-uh. it's it's weird that it like like even just that as an idea gets it, kind of turned into this like it, it's explosive if you're one of the people who uh, love Xbox and tweet at Sony and uh, every time Sony tweets and is like PS5 sucks, you know. Right. And there's I a mean, lot of those people on the internet, and this is where these rumors have been circulating. And I mean so. that's yeah, everyone kind of wants to be. Every company wants to have like the cult of something like a Nintendo where it's like their brands are so clear and that's the only place you can get them. Yeah. So I guess if you're if you're someone who's like a real diehard for the Xbox ecosystem, you want that. You yeah, want your exactly. IP that exists just for you and that people have to buy into like that, you know, world to be able to experience. Yeah. I think really simply too, there's a lot more people who are like, oh, well, I bought an Xbox, but the PlayStation, the PlayStation seems better. Right. Totally. You know, like how come I can just play this over there now. Because well, yeah, you could have been on the fence and the Bethesda thing happened and you're like, well, I like those games. So yeah, yeah I guess I'll get an Xbox that now. I've been waiting. Me. And I had to like shift over my account. Yeah. Now I've got like 
all the game. You know, I was an ex, a PlayStation person. I got all these games tied to that account. Yeah, that were third party that I can't now play on this thing. Whereas, or if you, you were just- a PC person and you're like, oh, okay. I I thought that. I mean, it just means that you'd unsubscribe to Game Pass, right. probably. <laughs> if Game Pass changed, but like I could see there being different tiers of it coming forward mm. and that there's a more expensive one that the day one releases shift to mm-hmm. and oh, that yeah. maybe gets Call of Duty and shit and the price right. that it's at now is like, and then you'll get it three or six months or whatever later. Um, but I don't know if that's a good strategy. I don't know if that would happen, but I mean, that is what yeah. like all the Netflixes and shit have been doing. I was yeah, going to yeah, say yeah. the Netflix example ladder. is not necessarily a successful one to follow. So I think they're making plenty of money still, though, is my understanding Net- of I f- it. I feel like Net- Netflix is one of those ones like Uber where they're propped up by investment. I, f- I think I think that Netflix is a is a know, is a money I, yeah, loser. I mean, I've, I'm about to get rid of Game Pass. I think because I've started just buying stuff that's on there on steam because i've got the steam deck now and i know you can set up game pass on a steam deck but it's still only it's only you've still got to be on the internet to play the stuff like i want to be able to like play the games natively on the steam deck it just makes more sense to me and uh you know i would imagine that's like a fairly common feeling as we move into the era of the Steam Deck and the Switch and being able to take your games with you. So, all of those, like the Lenovo one, and the, there's a hundred yeah. of those things. So what if Microsoft goes, well, we've got one? Or if they went, you know, Game Pass is going to run natively on the Steam Deck. You know, yeah. you can get it from the Steam Store and you can download and play the stuff online for when you're on the go. Even just that as a move would make so much... When you've got all these people that are now in the ecosystem of the portable machine, making making your service a little more palatable and easy to use for them, even just that as a short-term thing would make a lot of sense, I, th- I think. Because I can't see Game Pass showing up on a PlayStation <laughs> or a Switch. I think, <laughs> as a genius. <laughs> I just wanted to fact-check myself there. Uh, so Netflix has... To about $150 billion debt and they make about $7 billion a year. So that this subscription model is not uh, profitable. Uh, not for another, but come 20, <laughs> 25 years. Because <laughs> yeah. you know what's weird too is like talking about how uh, these these decisions that Microsoft make and the, the forward thinking uh, capacities of them, they, their um, big presentation last year that we all watched – I think we all thought was like one of the better ones of the year. Yeah. Remember they had like, uh, what was the one? It kicked off with like a little bit of Fable. It had all the Atlas mm-hmm. stuff in it. I know mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff is like a lot of these presentations. It's stuff that is, it's games that are going to come out on everything. But right. just the way it was paced, the stuff that was in there. I remember we all came away from it and were like, that was one of the better structured and paced. It had that cool looking, um, that real like Louisiana Bayou-y sort of mm. game at the start of it. Like I remember- That's out next week. Yeah, yeah. right. And it, but wait, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. I am thinking of a different one. Never right. Mind. But they, I just remember that that we we kind of all came away and went, all right, yeah, they got a bit of an idea of what they're doing. A lot of this stuff looks really cool. But yeah. that's been the problem is that that's happened for years and they're good at it, the promise game. Yeah. And mm. then that stuff doesn't really show up. Where like, But then at the same time, it is also just a perception thing in to some degree because like all of the PlayStation 5 exclusives there kind of aren't any there's like the yeah. demon souls remake hasn't come out on anything else other than the ps3 in 2009 <laughs> mm-hmm. and 
like the DLC for God of War Ragnarok, which will come will to come PC out. probably. Right, right. So Horizons and on PC and Horizons on PC now. Yeah, Last the, of Us, yeah, is, Last of Us Two stuff. isn't yet, but that's on a PS4. But like Spider Man right. Two isn't yet, but their but strategy has been yeah. to put all of their stuff on the PC mm. eventually. Yeah. Um. So it's not like there are actually that many differences in the games available on a PC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But on an actual Xbox, you can't get those games, so it does devalue that console slightly. Yeah, yeah. As well. So anyway, it's it's we'll we'll know in a week or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'll be interested to see like what it is. But yeah, I could see it being not as much as people are chatting about yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. But then also, it would make complete sense if it was like, hey, here's a big title shift. Yeah, like we, yeah. we're. We've, we've, what we're doing clearly isn't working that right, way. Right. So why not just go, yeah. Yeah, why not change? Why go not big? Why keep de- throwing money into a furnace? It mm. depends yeah. which direction Microsoft wants to throw their money because I think it's it seems as though they've gotten involved, the, yeah. the higher-ups above the Xbox division to some yeah. extent. You, can't, to you me. can't keep fucking around and losing money. So it's either is the strategy <laughs> like... You've got to come, the, you come to the office, boys, yeah. and sit down. Some bean counter coming in and go like, what the hell is going on in here? <laughs> yeah. There's just like drawings of Banjo and Kazooie on the wall. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing in here? Yeah. <laughs> Where were they fucking 20 years ago? <laughs> uh, the the um, It'll be whether or not it's pull back, this is a waste, or... Invest more in this better direction. Yeah, because I think when we we've been talking about sort of overall, you know, indus- the industry and where it makes sense for like technology to go and stuff, mm. g- the Game Pass philosophy and the cloud philosophy makes the most sense. It seems like where everything's going to end up anyway. Every that company be- has some version of it at mm. the moment. It could yeah. be such an on paper thing though, because mm-hmm. it, maybe it just isn't actually playing out that way. And games are a weirdly outlier thing in in tech to where mm. like when the ps5 and this generation of consoles were coming out people were like well this is pointless people mm. don't want to play games on these anymore in japan in particular they were like people are done with this it's all phones right and then they sold crazy because that's it wasn't correct yeah nintendo yeah. have dabbled in having like a handful of current gen there's a lot PS5 of ps5 stuff like on the cloud because it mm. you know you can get a good what a good enough Wi-Fi signal on the train over there to be able to right. play Resident Evil Seven? Games on get like lumped in with the tech industry, and like it's different to fitness apps and shit, and the trends yeah. that happen with those, and people project it along the same lines sometimes. But it's like Blu-rays shouldn't exist. Yeah, they're right. weird. They between do because like, people yeah. have stupid preferences. Yeah, <laughs> and like not stupid, but like they want a fidelity that people don't think they want. Yeah, this is like entertainment. These are luxury items in the first place, and so people are going to want to experience them in certain ways. Yeah. And they don't want to pay subscriptions. I th- people are getting absolutely fucking sick of subscriptions, myself included, where yeah. like everything is like that. So it could even be ju- that just the subscription model doesn't work for a group who tends to be on the forward fringes of tech stuff as well. Video game people mm-hmm. tend to be early adopters of shit and like very... Uh, uh, opinionated isn't the right word, but like particular about the yeah, stuff yeah. that they want, and you can't kind of sell them on shit that they don't actually really want. I don't know, man. Yeah, the I way mean, you it, fucked it again when there is like a, <laughs> there, it feels like a lot of stuff is going the other direction where 
uh, you know, physical media was sort of looked like it was dying off and then all of a sudden like vinyls come back in a big way, which is like yeah. such a physical, like it's, they're so big, like they take up so much space, but people <clears throat> put a lot of stock into them and like, you know, a lot more like smaller games being able to be released digitally only, which is, mm. which makes them possible to be brought out. But then if a small indie is popular enough, there's like limited run games will mm. kind of go the other direction and go like, now we're making a big physical version of this thing that was popular uh, yeah, as a digital thing. Like <laughs> That's the other side of video game stuff is that like, yes, it's all the like savvy shit on one side, but then also the video game industry contains consumers who are some of the biggest fucking like marks in the world (laughs) and will absolutely gobble up dog shit but they'll only do it one out of every 50 times yeah and so if you're lucky enough to be the power world or to be the the genshin impact or to be the not that these things don't have some elements of quality i'm just saying the things that there's a lot take of luck. off yeah are no indication of industry trends necessarily like they can be outliers more often than not. And if you base a business around that, which they didn't, they based it around exclusives, which are bankable because PlayStation did it, even though technically they didn't have them. Yeah. But their but marketing they did, is that they did previously. They, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, and they, they, they do for a few months. Yeah, and if you yeah. don't have a great PC, it's the cheapest way. Like it's mm-hmm. the most. And they're really good games. That's, they're good that's, games. That's, yeah. the, that's the big difference is that I like. I know, we're even talking so do... much about like, <laughs> guess what the fucking problem is? Flight Simulator's your best game I, in exactly. fucking a it's decade, like, gun. It doesn't yeah. matter like... if they put out Last of Us 2 on the PC eventually a year later and, and mm. God of War and Spider-Man. It's like, you're already seeing it. Like when they, those that like fucking dumb PlayStation Studios logo that yeah. was at the start of the Uncharted movie, it's like. You know, they sort of whip past all these characters and it reminds you like, oh, yeah, they do have. Yeah. They are getting into that sort of like Nintendo space of like they've got a little realm of these recognisable characters and it doesn't matter if that's also out on the PC. Yeah. When you see Ratchet and Clank, like your first thought is like, oh, that's one of the really good PlayStation games that's out there. And totally. Like, it looks fun. Uh, like, uh, like there, there is a specific, you know, uh, experience that you get from playing a console game. Sitting on your couch, playing a really good game is a different experience to sitting at your PC. It's like, it may seem trivial, but it's like, yeah, there's a reason that people prefer it and they'll pay for it. Definitely. And and like you say, yeah, if the game's good enough, I'm getting it on that console. I'm not waiting a year until it comes out on PC. And there's also something to be said for just also the, you know, talking about the PlayStation Studios thing. There is just something about their, their roster of exclusives, which... Even though you know a lot of them are developed by different people, they do. There does, there is like a bit of a feeling of cohesion. They do mm. kind of feel like they all, you know, there is sort of a, a a feeling of game where you go, that's a PlayStation Studios, you know, that's a PlayStation exclusive. They've spent years, and Microsoft don't really happen. have. You know, mm. it is this kind of like it's hodgepodge yeah. of acquisitions of like, oh, now what's under our what's under our umbrella? Flight Simulator, Forza, uh, uh. Starfield, um, they well, honestly, you know, only, Redfall. There's no yeah. like, there's no unifying kind of feeling to what they put out. They had it twice, and they had yeah. it with Halo and Gears of War. Yeah, yeah. and they kind of since those games stopped being of the level of quality or like cultural impact that they were in the 2000s, the business has directly followed the line that their releases had. I mean, it makes sense, right? If you're a games company (laughs) yeah it's it is so crazy to overanalyze it where it's like oh what went wrong with the xbox one 
it launched with Rise, Son of Rome. Oh, yeah. yeah and, yeah. like, then Sunset Overdrive. Not that they're necessarily the worst things, but, like, who cares? Yeah. And, and like, the PlayStation the had though, the Order like, 1886 and whatever, but eventually it had Bloodborne, and then by the end of it, mm. it had all this, like, it there's, really I is I mean, there's the, so the much importance thing. in, like, yeah, having a mascot, having, like, a a recognisable, this is, you know, this is what this company is. And yeah. when your biggest game of the year was a game where the protagonist is someone who is designed by you, the player, mm. <laughs> that makes it impossible to have a, you know, an but, outward so, like, this is this is Microsoft. And Skyrim's the same though and people love that game. It Like, it is just the quality of it. And people exactly. didn't enjoy yeah. Starfield and they're right. Yeah. Like, it's not good enough to be your only thing. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Halo wasn't before that. And like if it was one out of three in the year or whatever, then mm. maybe you get away with it. But they've not gotten away with it many times. And uh, that's why I predict the Xbox 2 is coming tomorrow. <laughs> well, hey, enough about uh, speculative uh, rumours <laughs> of things that might be happening over at Microsoft because uh, last week we were treated to a presentation of things that are definitely happening over there at Sony. Mm. Uh, they had a state of play just after we recorded last week's episode and just yep. before we uploaded it. Mm-hmm. Very convenient stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, the big <laughs> 45 minute state yeah, of play. Yeah, about that, yeah. 43 of which was Death Stranding 2 on the beach. Yeah, yeah. you want to start with that? <laughs> on the beach. On the, on the beach. beach. What a bad name. On the beach. I love it. It's very funny. I it love it. It sounds like a like 1940s movie about someone waiting at home for their husband to get back from the war. I love it. On I the love beach. it. Any, any. I, I think of the beach that makes you old. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. because like the the rain makes you old in it too, and the beach is where the rain is. That's true. Oh, yeah. I don't really remember the story of Death Stranding. I realized as I watched this trailer. And of course, Kojima would be a big. Uh, he'd be devouring everything that M Night Shyamalan uh, sure. puts out. So that's I, I. I liked. I watched the trailer. Like uh, like not live after the fact, so mm-hmm. like I knew what the title was already, and it was very funny to me the like the little teasers all through the trailer where it's like oh yeah on the drawbridge, you know it was like it's yes. constantly bringing up on the which was just like right. a little funny like no 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 on the no no it's on the beach yeah which might be the weakest one um, I they like- should have gone full infinite wealth have uh, mm. have Sam Porter Bridges washing up. <laughs> completely nude. <laughs> I mean, close enough. Yeah, yeah. That baby's back and he coughed up the fucking magic school bus that had been roaming around inside his body. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the, the the little ship that you're in, you seem to be going to the rest of the world now yes. in a ship to connect more people. Sam, you saved the United States, but you got to save the world. Now. I, I loved the, the beginning of this trailer just seemed to be like just a big slice of like the tutorial of the game mm. where it's her like going... Now, uh, here's the ship where you'll have your base of operations and you can get your weapons over there. And yeah. feel free to walk around and uh, talk to some of the other people who are in their rooms. It's like, <laughs> why is this in the first look trailer of this game? Leah Sadu is, is so back. Dense. Yeah, she, yeah. I don't think, had those little hands on her shoulders. No, then she did not. Then you. And yeah. also has a low frame rate, a live puppet. I love this guy. Oh, He's yeah. He's pretty cool. Little Pinocchio ass. I, I, I was a bit disappointed. Kojima obviously predicted COVID. But now he's reacting to it because she has the hands are like a little mask. They're a little surgical mask. I love it. They're like okay. so, they're lighting a dowry for her. I love it. Yeah, that, that was yeah, cool. Yeah. That's cool. I want some little to puppet. Be clear. I love little puppet. <laughs> Again, this that's such a classic like weird Kojima. Why does he move like that? Yeah. Sort of doesn't that, make sense. The fact that there will be some explanation, yeah, is yeah. sick. 
Uh, and he's like, they set him up like, well, he's pretty dumb now, but he'll learn. So he's like kind of a little AI thing, but then right. even though he's pretty dumb, Sam goes to put him on his little belt loop, like mm. on his back, and he's style. like, don't put me on your. Hey, not on the not on the ass. Yeah, <laughs> I want to ride shotgun. <laughs> yeah, uh, it reminded me how much I fucking love the visual design of of the of Death Stranding. Like, yeah. this is the same oh. thing where I think all of this is bad and I love it. Right, yeah. like it's I I really like Death Stranding one and I don't know why because so much. It's not bad. It's just that it's so goofy and such poor decisions of like why is this so long Again, right. why is this so slow and boring it's that why does this make of no magic. sense you know if yeah. this was like a, just a random studio and it showed up in an xbox presentation we'd be like what the fuck is this yeah. little puppet man get the fuck out of here uh, that, so uh, george miller is the next director hideo kojima yes. is trying to fuck Yep, mm-hmm. he's in it with an australian accent loved hearing that um, it'll be interesting to see because he's there a good has actor. been so much action over the last like year or two of people being in Japan and popping into Kojima oh, yeah. Studios for a little photo op, getting their scan. And it, yeah, yeah, it's that exciting thing to know how many of them are just like mutual appreciation mm. jack off sessions, and how many of them are in the game. So uh, Timothy Chalamet, right? He popped up at Kojima Studios. Yeah. Oh, yeah. at the studio. At the studio, uh, yeah. Australian rapper Briggs. Oh yeah. <laughs> popped in there and got a photo with Kojima. Yep. I know there's uh, yeah Jordan yeah. Peele he's been hanging out yes. with Yes, L Fanning many? is in the game. Jordan Peele's that other game that he is making ah, right. for Xbox. Oh yeah. What was um, it called? It, that, that looked sick. Uh something started with an O maybe. Don't remember. Yeah, the sort of cloud one weird horror first person. The, the mm. close up faces trailer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Troy Baker's back in this one mm-hmm. and, and He's the Joker Shredding. now. He's the Joker, yeah. And he's got the Mad Max guitar as well, which yep. is very rich to bring George Miller in and go, can I also get the guitar from Mad Max? Yeah. yeah. There's some other reference that it's to that I hadn't seen, but someone pointed it out. Oh, really? It's like a very direct, some comic book or something has, oh, okay. has like that, that guitar as a weapon. I, I forget what it is. Mm. Anyway, it, there were a, a lot of long seemingly just pulled from the game intro uh, trailers yeah. and then little snippets of gameplay stuff and all of those, I was like, fuck yes, it was so fun to play it. that game. Yeah. For something that is like, you know, pretty pretty hyped, like a lot of expectation of, I loved rolling out a 10-minute trailer where you get a bit of everything. You mm. get a bit of, st- you know, generally you would think the way this would go would be two and a half minute tease where it's not really clear, you know, it's it's a real yeah, just, cinematic, just a little taster. Just, yeah. It doesn't really give you any idea of what it is, but like I loved getting such bi- and even like the little bits of story were like these long scenes. Like it wasn't just these like random cutaways. I, I just uh, yeah, I, I loved just the acknowledgement of like we know people are excited for this. We know people want to know what it is. So why thread this out over a year? Let's mm. just give you a huge 10-minute slab right now. I will say I don't think that was a lot of people's response to being told, <laughs> hey, we'll have a 43-minute trailer for you, and then like 11 of it is Death Stranding. Mm. People like, fuck off. Right. But they are like that about everything. Uh, so <laughs> that that showed, and that's 2025, and yeah, then yes. at the end of that little section with Kojima, they were like, and also, are you up to anything else? And he said he's making a new tactical espionage stealth game. Mm. Um, it was called Sisint or something. Fizint. They like pulled oh, yeah. back at the end and it, the name was there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, no details about that. And that'll be years and years from now because he's already working on this and another game. Right. So 
but he, he's doing another metal not gear metal gear <laughs> yeah. in the future. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also saw a bit of Silent Hill 2. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, and a surprise drop of a little uh, mini um, mini game, mm-hmm. mini experience. Silent Hill, the short message mm-hmm. uh, came out um, pretty much straight away, right? PT. Yeah. This is, yep. And PT was Silent Hill, so it's not like they're stealing, yeah. but... They are. They've done that. I mm-hmm. haven't played that, and uh, for some reason, don't care. I yeah. don't care about this. I don't care about Silent Hill Two. I don't know why. Mm. They just are not <laughs> well, something. I've, I've never played a Silent Hill game. Me either. Mm. Uh, and I played the first one a bit. Right. I think. So you're the uh, primary audience. Yeah. You're the prime audience. Target I'm the guy, audience. And I don't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just not. The, I, apart from sort of like Resident Evil, I've never been a huge survival horror fan. So mm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I'll give it a crack when it comes out. Maybe yeah. it'll convert me. Who knows? Rise of the Ronin. Saw a bit more of that. Not That's interested. Soonish. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it um, looked quite stiff in the way I didn't enjoy Wo Long being. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it is. It is them again. Yeah. I, I just don't think I'm a fan of them. You know, like they have, they have enough fans. They don't need me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was weird because it's very Ghost of Tsushima mm. slash Assassin's Creed looking mm-hmm. from like the the traversal stuff they showed with like the 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 wingsuit thing that you kind of get at the end of Assassin's Creed Two or whatever it was. Yep. And then yeah, that really like stiff kind of thin looking combat that I that I didn't. But also incredibly hard to tell from a trailer yeah. how something will actually feel. But um, we'll see. That's out in March. Right. Yeah. Uh, also, Dragon's Dogma 2. Mm-hmm. A little bit more of that. I'm looking forward to that game. It only runs at 30 frames per second target Ooh. on the new consoles. Ooh. Interesting. How very dare they. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Retro. Uh, but it, I, I'm stoked to play that one. It looks great to me. Yeah. Uh, a remaster of Until Dawn. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that was a surprise. That was one of those ones where... You know, in the back of your head, you're like, no, I'm 25 still. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, d- 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 no understanding of, like, no, that game's nine years old now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a remaster of Sonic Generations featuring everyone's favourite character, Shadow. Yeah. You interested yep. in that, Tommy? Not really. Okay, well, then no one is. <laughs> I hear Generations is one of the good Sonics. Okay. And I feel like every time they go, oh, we're re-releasing one of the good Sonics, I play it and go, this is shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> I know. Right. The Sonic treadmill is uh, has never changed. Right. The impression I got of Generations was that people really liked that it had those like old school 2D bits, but then they've done Mania and Superstars since then. That's so the thing. It came out a, a while before them and was their first kind of... We're going back to the Sonic you liked. Mm. Yeah. So I think it got a lot of... Uh, um, Bit of appreciation for yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Foam Stars, guys. Oh, it's out today. Yeah. Foam Stars is out today. It's free Yay! on PlayStation Plus, right? right? It's like the monthly game, I think. Oh, yeah. 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 For that. Roller Drone's free on there at the moment too, which if you haven't played Great Roller game. Drone, get around that. Great you've got game. PS Plus. Right. Yeah. Foam Stars uh, does not... Uh, appeal either Mm-mm. So maybe PlayStation should also Get out of the console <laughs> business it seems like. uh, Metro Awakening Let oh. me finish VR mm, VR I yeah. can't do that thing Where you slap your fingers together <laughs> yeah. So I just click Like I'm at a theatre Yeah uh, Poetry uh, reading Yeah 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 um, Yeah this was one of Two VR Can games Can you please deliver Your response in slam poetry They had two VR games Dad <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, one of them looked like shit. 
the Morrowind looking one that was just some medieval combat game. Ignore that one. But then, yeah, yeah. this is a new Metro game. Yeah, right. Not, not a VR adaptation of one of the existing ones. Uh, it's a full game. It is a VR game coming out for the PSVR 2. Yep. <laughs> How do you feel being so wrong? How have you uh, have you played that Resident Evil Four VR mode yet? Don't ask me about my personal <laughs> life. Have you played a Metro game before? Uh, a little bit of twenty thirty three years right. ago, and I don't. I didn't go that far in, but I, I've tried Exodus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was the one that was on the PS four, um, and it's good. It uh, weirdly, it's all, uh, last week's bonus episode. I talk about the movie Stalker. Metro and the Stalker games are both inspired by that. And it's, yeah, it's like Russian survival, yep. first person RPG ish. Uh, hey, enjoy. <laughs> I'm I'm curious to hear about it. Uh, yeah, I th- I, I, a VR shooting game can work really well. Mm. Half Life Alex is one of the best games that there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll be holding it to that unreachable standard. <laughs> <laughs> um, Judas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. More story, uh, still looks like Bioshock. Some extremely, because I don't remember from that sort of first trailer, which is I think the only one we had until now, how yeah, much of yeah. the actual sort of first person gameplay looking stuff was in that. Maybe I think none. it was, uh, yeah, I don't think there was any. Because this ha- really had the like, I've got a big thick gun in one hand and my left hand has electricity on it. Yep. <laughs> uh, proper Bioshock looking stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that could still be cool. But yeah. hey. This cunny made Bioshock. Exactly. So yeah. he's allowed. But here's the thing. He made Bioshock 20 years ago nearly. Uh-oh. So hopefully this is not a, uh, hopefully this is yeah. a, a, a progression. By, I'm one of the four people who still uh, rate Bioshock Infinite because it did get a, a lot of hype at the time and then people like a year later were like, wait, I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> But I yeah. love it. It's one of my favorite games, and uh, I'm. This is one of the few games that I'm al- allowing myself to get hyped up. For. I yeah, mean, nice. it's been a long time coming, so yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's it's cool to see it come to fruition and yeah. learn a Dude, bit more about what it is. Go Roman on it. Be a big Judas apologist. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, oh. Uh, now I can't remember hide nor hair of uh, the rest. The these ones that I haven't read out yet, so I'll just rip through them. And yeah. you guys, stop me if you have any interest in the likes of Helldivers Two. No. That's okay. out this week, and it looked different to what the first one was like a top-down shooter, oh right, kind mm-hmm. of thing, or like a, a isometric. This one was a little uh, more third-person, but as we'll talk about later, don't know if I care about third-person shooters <laughs> very much. <laughs> right, yeah, but, co-op multiplayer. Yeah, it might be, it might be all right. I, I don't know, but yeah, not not a not yeah. a. My, I'm not salivating. Stellar Blade. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, this I'm kind of interested in. Maybe. This is sort of like, yeah, Japanese action. Korean, I think it oh, is. Cor- yeah, right, right. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I need to see more. Yep. Yeah, yeah it looked like a, exactly like third person sort of like quick moving, like Vanquish type of shooter action uh, sure. game yeah. sort of thing yeah. um, with uh, skimpy outfits. So Woo! according to Hubba Hubba News or whatever it is you read. It looked like near Automata without the irony. Right? Sort of, <laughs> Without yeah. the self-awareness. Yeah. Like, uh, I forget what I Another game? Read. Yeah, yeah. Similar to <laughs> uh, <laughs> Code is... Vein. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I don't think it'll play like that. But it might, it might be all right. Don't mm. know. No opinion. Uh, this is cool. A little crossover between Dredge and David the Diver. Mm-hmm. 
And I think there's also some Godzilla shit is showing up in Dave the in Diver. Dave the Diver, the Dredge yeah. and Dave the Diver stuff had already happened a bit ago. Yeah, right. I think Dave the Diver was maybe like new to PS5 or something was why it was in this. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that is it. And, and you're yeah, right, the Godzilla there, stuff was in there. Yeah. yeah, I always forget that the intro to that like. Pharaoh Monch song is what I think of it as. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just the Godzilla theme. So yeah. every time they play that, I'm like, ooh, a needle drop. But <laughs> no, it's uh, That is a good song. Fuck, yeah. I haven't listened to that in Great such song. a good song. 15 years, I, I saw him do that live at ooh. Meredith. And uh, as is the case with a lot of people with only one hit playing a festival, he ripped it out about three times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daryl Braithwaite style. Good I saw him. the same one. And yeah. <laughs> good on him. Whatever, man. Fuck, Thre- that ruled. He that played three so great good. songs. Oh. <laughs> uh, v Rising. Oh yeah, that that was that's out in early access already. I think okay. it's the okay. yeah it's isometric. And um, oh, the Diablo looking ass. Yeah, one. yeah. Okay. And uh, legendary tales. That was the Morrowind look at. Uh, okay, I say Morrowind because it looks as bad as Morrowind does right. today. That's right. out Feb eight. That looked like just absolute uh, fucking shovelware VR bullshit. Mm. Of like, oh wow, combat in first person, dude. Can I? What are you smoking? So hang on. So now crazy. you're saying there's too many VR games. <laughs> no, there's too. <laughs> I'm consistent. There's too many bad ones. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree with that. <laughs> well, uh, that's enough about games that are coming up in the future. There was also a little Final Fantasy one announced for the week after. That, oh, yes. That is yeah. on like as we're recording this and there's a demo for, for Rebirth. Yeah, getting yeah. its own yeah, dedicated um, state of play, yeah, state of play yeah. which is cool. Yeah, another PlayStation thing that they put out as well that I'll just talk about real quick. I mm. watched the um, documentary about the making of The Last of Us Two. Mm-hmm. It's called Grounded Two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honey, uh, uh, gra- Ground Two. Um, it's fine. It's on YouTube, right? It's it is on out, YouTube. Up, yeah, it is on the Naughty Dog YouTube channel and the Gamespot Trailers YouTube oh, channel. Oh hell yeah! And I like. I'll be like, damned if I'm giving any views to those <laughs> snakes over at Naughty Dog. <laughs> It's like two hours long. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't watch it all in one go. And going between <clears throat> different devices you can watch YouTube on, I kept clicking on the other one when I go to keep watching it. Oh. So I I kept, I watched about four hours of this two-hour documentary because <laughs> I kept going back 10 minutes and being like, this is repetitive. <laughs> this, is, this truly is the comedy festival review being like, yeah, it took me ages to find a park yeah. outside the venue. <laughs> one star. It's pretty blandish sort of, you know, very marketing material right. documentary yeah, type right. of thing. But um, there's some stuff in there that was interesting, such as, uh, like, it was cool to, to have some pretty honest looking back from um, the people involved at the the reception to that game, the negative mm. reception mm-hmm. from certain people at the time. That was interesting. Like mm-hmm. some crazy shit. I've forgotten all about like the, the leaks and stuff myself and um, that that contributed to people being fucking mad at the game before it it's even came out. It's a weird thing out. to focus yeah. on in a documentary. Like well, gathering up everyone in the office being like, hey guys, let's relive that trauma. Well, yeah. because like, like Laura Bailey, who plays Abby, was talking in it about like they sent death threats to her newborn son and shit yeah. like that. Like... I've, the people who fucking That's fucked. hate yeah. that game. A newborn can't even read. Was, what a waste. I was going to say, what the, a waste the real of time. crime is giving an iPad to a newborn. <laughs> Reading them out to him at bedtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kill yourself, you little shithead. Anyway, why is he crying all night? <laughs> 
Uh, that yeah, was awful. Fucking like, absurd behavior. Yeah. And I remember because like we were deep in a lockdown. And, right. Uh, I think I'd kind of forgotten all that just because it was like, yeah, oh, well, everything's, April 2020, yeah, yeah. everything's going to shit. So it just yeah. makes sense. Such a negative time. But yeah. Because they indefinitely delayed the game because of the pandemic. And then it released in June or something. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's right. Because, yeah, the leaks, the p- people were like, they were seeing sort of like bullet points and getting angry at like, there's a trans character. Yeah. Obviously, spoilers for Last of Us 2, but like people just seeing that Joel dies was, mm. you know, like people just freaking out Acting and going like in a, a negative. Actual lunatics about it. And there is still a contingency of the fucking... The guy who lived in the jungle after World War II, oh, Last yes. of Us Two haters, like yep. <laughs> actively running subreddits about like, oh, I fucking hate it. Yeah, and like I remember at the time being like, oh, I, I, the the story's a little disjointed because it's sort of lots of flashbacks. So I felt that that took me out of it sometimes. It, it felt, and then yeah, like. Being like, oh, people are criticizing it. Interesting. I wonder if it's the same. And then reading it, and then like fucking two thousand one, a space odyssey. All these comments saying <laughs> yeah. everyone should die. Like, mm. nah, dude, it's fine. And also, once you know the story and you play it a second time, I actually think it's really well laid it out. Did, but it did turn yeah. into that thing where, yeah, having your initial thoughts about it, you felt like it was hard to have any kind of even like mild criticism of your experience. Yeah, yeah. Because it, then you were in that. Because I definitely felt on my first playthrough, I initially didn't like that I had made all this progress and built all this stuff up with one character and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I'm st- I'm starting over again? Yeah. Why did I invest all this time and, you know, like resources into powering up that weapon and everything? I think it was that's kinda... what makes it so interesting and powerful. I mean, they were, they were fair criticisms. I don't think you guys should have sent it to the newborn baby, though. That was a little... <laughs> Who else? A little over the line. The next generation needs to know yeah. what we want. <laughs> <laughs> Who else am I meant to discuss it with if not my intellectual peers? <laughs> Okay. Uh, But yeah, like a lot of that stuff, though, kind of on reflection, it's just the sort of game that doesn't happen very often where like it's made with like some short term, uh, I think it short term like difficulties to challenges a, 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 right, to yeah. its approachability, necess- but that that are necessary for the overall story. Anyway, well, yeah, I've yeah, said this whatever. a lot. Like I, hearing them talk about it and and someone describing it as uh, that so often in games the challenge is just it's there on the screen, it's mechanical, and this game having a a big part of the challenge being all like mentally in your head having to play as this person and want this person to survive who has been the antagonist towards you for most of the game. Like that is so interesting, a a challenge that is happening like off the screen and outside Mm. of the game. Like, yeah, it's such a, it's such a ballsy idea. And I think they totally pulled it off. Yeah. Um, and you know everyone in that character should be male. Let me make it clear. <laughs> in, in that game, I mean, not in that character. Uh, uh, but anyway, so then uh, towards the end, Neil Druckmann says some stuff about the future and oh, says sure. like, "Oh, it's not, we're not working on the third part yet, but I've had a clear idea of what I think it should be, and it needs to be made in the same way that the first two were." But I think in that part of the documentary, that stuff was recorded last April or something. Oh, okay. So he could yeah. have been talking about the multiplayer game that has since been cancelled that was the sort of in-between thing. So unclear where The Last of Us 3 is their next thing or there is actually another another game. Yeah, because I did see some headlines. Uh, I didn't watch the two-hour documentary, but I saw some headlines. Yeah. Didn't read the articles, 
that said, well, "Please, <laughs> let's have your input." <laughs> um, they that said like they was uh, Naughty Dog is not working on The Last of Us Three for as its next game. So yeah, I know, think that was a to a leap, my understanding of leap. watching it was a misinterpretation yeah. of when that was filmed. Yeah. But I also could be wrong. Anyway, it was all right, and it was interesting seeing some of the behind-the-scenes filming stuff. I love mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Everyone yeah, wearing yeah. The mocap and shit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that's that's they're cool. all pretty good actors, man. Yeah, it's cool to watch them, watch them leave, <laughs> 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 to watch them work. Damn, that Troy Baker is yeah. he in it? Yeah, he's in everything. He's, he's Joel. in everything. Oh yeah, he's Joel, of course. And this episode of Filthy Casuals is, of course, brought to you by the fine folks at Manscaped. Valentine's Day is here. Valentine's Day is near. Valentine's Day is time to get yourself clear of hair. Yes, (laughs) I did it. Tidy yourself up for your boo. That's right. (laughs) Or your bow. Or your bow. (laughs) If you're dating Tim (laughs) Allen. Yep. Uh, It's it's an important thing to keep yourself groomed, neat and tidy. Manscaped to make great products to do it. You can have a look at their whole range on their website, but it includes things like the performance package, which Mm -hmm. makes a good gift too. Yeah. Uh, It's got their big flagship lawnmower 5.0, which is your main body hair trimmer, but they've got stuff like the beard hedger. I love the beard hedger. It's good. It's good for hedging your beard. You've got your ear, nose and hair, ear, hair one. (laughs) Yeah, I'd change the name if I were them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the weed, weed whacker. whacker. Yeah. And a whole bunch of other stuff. And also, if you go to Manscaped and you get uh, your products that you want, if you, at checkout, here's the sneaky part, mm-hmm. use the code FILTHY, you'll yeah. get yourself 20% off and free shipping filthy? to boot. Oh. That sounds counterintuitive to a thing about grooming. <laughs> that is why it's such a secret. <laughs> okay. And what was that website? You mentioned they have one, but... Manscaped.com, surely. <laughs> That's why I mentioned they have one is because <laughs> uh, there's a lot of different dots you can get at the end. No, it's Manscaped.com. I love, uh, yeah, I love it. Doing doing an ad where you're like, I'm ninety percent sure their website must be manscaped.com. <laughs> They'd be mad for it to not be that. I'm a hundred percent sure that code filthy gets you twenty percent off and free shipping for manscaped today. Mm. We're also brought to you by one of my favorite companies in the world, Nord VPN. I love to use a VPN. It gives you a lot of uh, opportunity <laughs> to travel the yeah. world from the comfort of your ass. Yeah. And not just the opportunity, the means to do it. It's mm. a really, really easy to use uh, VPN. A VPN will uh, give you the ability to, for example, view content on uh, mm. service providers like Netflix and so on from mm-hmm. other regions. The yeah. changes as well are pretty big as, yeah. as you yes. travel between them. And NordVPN, one of the benefits is that they have an app that is really easy to use on a bunch of different devices like an Apple TV and things like that. Yeah, Simple to turn on, safe to use, secure, and uh, also a pretty good deal if you use uh, the, the link nordvpn.com slash filthy. That's right. You go and you get yourself four free months on a two-year plan. Hell yeah. If you, uh, live, in, uh, if you live somewhere that's not Australia, you mm-hmm. could uh, use a VPN to pretend that it's Valentine's Day early. Oh, Change yourself to being in the yes. Australian time zone. Yeah, or unlocks you, at midnight. So, yeah. you know. If you live in Australia and you forget, uh, VPN over to America and be like, I didn't forget. Yeah. I'm just, just come on, show sweetie. Your I'm computer. in Tennessee. Like, I'm sorry, I had my... Uh, I had my computer set to Russia. Here's I was on you. a different time zone. I'm in Tennessee, and is this another 10 I see? Yes. And then you're back in their heart. NordVPN.com slash filthy is where to go. Uh, well, speaking of good acting, yeah? I've, been, I've been sinking my teeth into a 
brand new game. Mm. Wait, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been playing Persona 3 Reload. That's not a new game. That's a an old game. A full remake of 2000 and... I'm not sure. Six? Five. Oh, damn. I, maybe five, five six? or six. Something like that. Four was like I've eight. beaten the super nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I win the no, chase. No. <laughs> <laughs> super nerd like running down that board and punching you in the face. <laughs> like, no. No. I've come up with a good segment idea for our live shows. It's called... The Chase, starring Adam. Yeah. All right. The Super Adam. <laughs> you came up with that, did you? <laughs> yeah, I came up with we it. I've come it. up with Wheel of Fortune. I've, I overheard. Well, I overheard. I listened to Tommy say something. Yeah. No, I you can compete in it. The Chase against the Super Adam. Yeah. yeah. Good artists create. Great artists steal. Thank Amazing you. artists admit to stealing. Yeah. And God rank artists take art that they made 20 years ago and mm. give it a big old spit and polish to make it look more like a piece of art that they made Five, six years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. Persona yeah. 3 Reload. Uh, yeah, a full full remake of um, of Persona 3, uh, bringing it more in line sort of stylistically with, the, with all of the kind of visual flourishes of Persona 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got all the same – it's not quite to the same extent, not quite as stylized. But definitely the um yeah it's got your cool menus and your um your all out attacks and yeah, right it's uh it's so it's all of the yeah it's have you ever played the original Adam no nah. I uh, this is all new to me and uh, yeah I'm having a great time with it all loved right. Persona Five uh yeah I, it's such a cool idea to sort of bring this one up to more modern standards and especially to it feels like five was like the big point that a lot of people got in on Persona. So, sort of, yeah, bringing it more in line with that. I think this is, I might be wrong, the same or a lot of the same team who did five. Oh, right. As oh. well. I could be wrong about that, oh, right. but I, I think it's. As in the original game or the remake? The remake the, is right. the five people doing the remake. So they're, or some they're of taking sure. their own style. And, and, and I think that's why it's slightly more like that is yeah. because it's those people going. That makes well, sense. I mean, you do very them. much early on, like you meet. I could be wrong. Your like best, your like best mate that you meet first day of school is like so similar to Ryuji. Like right. he's almost the same guy. Big loud mouth, like goofball, dickhead. Like mm-hmm. let's just go in there and kill them all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so the setup of this one is that you, yeah, similar to Five, you've moved to a new school, new town. Your school is on this little island, and you're living in like a student dorm. And every night after midnight, there's a secret thirteenth hour of the day. Whoa! Where most I'd notice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would be a party member in this game in that case, oh. because uh, all the population get frozen into these coffins. And there's an hour of the day where um, these shadows kind of roam around, mysterious stuff happens, uh, you quickly realise that you are part of an exclusive group of people who are immune to being frozen in this 13th hour of the day and you're kind of free to roam around and you're trying to work out what's causing this, what's going on on in this, uh, they call it the dark hour, uh, because simultaneously during the days... 
there is this uh, outbreak of something called apathy syndrome where... Um, Brother, that's happening in the real world. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to look into it. It was probably <laughs> happening in the real world around 2002 maybe. when Sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, people all of a sudden wake up, they've lost all their enthusiasm, all their energy, all their... And there's like no explanation for it. Mm. And so your little team of... You, you are recruited to go live at this dorm and then you quickly find out that everyone else who lives at the dorm is part of this group that that can walk freely around during the dark hour right and you're trying to yeah you're trying to work out what the link is between the dark hour and this apathy syndrome okay and there's a big it's not kind of split up like persona 5 is where you've got all the different dungeons and you go into different areas this is all uh your sort of dungeons are taking place in the dark hour your school transforms into this huge tower right and you're basically going up floors of the tower fighting enemies getting to sort of like a mid boss and then you'll kind of hit a point where uh you're like blocked off mm-hmm. and it's like we can't go up any further um we got to wait for something to maybe happen in the real world that'll you know open this gate and so then you're in the next section and there and it's all kind of visually different which like is right. each like tw- i think it's 20ish floors right cuz i the 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 stuff i know about this is the people Disprefer this is it Thanatos it's called? Tartarus. Tartarus. The the Thought Thotus because it's sort of like mementos. I was gonna say, yeah. Five, yeah. And that that being the main dungeon thing. I've seen people criticize that rather than the unique dungeons in Persona 5, which I I, really I mean like. that is mm. the cool thing, sort of saying that as I understand it, this is the this is the one. Three is the one where they kind of really start to zero in on the persona formula mm. that you then see carried into four and 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 really, really implemented in five. Um, this thing of the the combination of the social links and everything. And, yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes sense because it is on significantly older hardware that it doesn't have the same sort of range. And, and yeah, so much of the fun of Persona 5 is f- finding this kind of evil adult in the real world mm. and being like, oh, well, what, what's their what's their mind palace going to manifest as? Mm. And, like, the kind of visual stuff that they do with that is so interesting. Except for that one where it's like, my mind palace is space. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, mine's a uh, spaceship. Mine's a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, the- <laughs> I'm in Egypt in my head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, but again, it's like that. You know, they do so much with those like visual yeah, motifs sure. and everything. Yeah. This is just more. Yeah, you're scaling this tower, and it's and it's they they. It, the the sections look different, but mm. there's no there's no like great theme to them. They're just visually a bit different. Right. Um. I I was surprised by how quickly it gets you in there as compared to persona five five felt like it you know it put you into that first dungeon did like a little bit of tutorial then takes Mm -hmm. you out and gives Mm -hmm. you heaps of story this is like a good maybe hour of setup and sort of cutscenes and stuff but then the first time it drops you into tartarus you like i was able to get up to the bit where it like blocks you off like on my first go like so i was able to just go and do a full 20 floors and it is doing little bits of tutorial, but it's not kind of kicking you back out. Right. To the right. point where there's still not. I haven't really seen a ton of story other than just you've, yeah, you've sort of got your three party members to start with. You're, there's like one other fight that I've sort of done outside of Tartarus, like in between the sections. And then, yeah, you're doing your, during the days, you're, 
you're you know getting a job to earn money and build up your stats and you're forming your social links with all the different people around town and just like getting I kind of really felt like this coming out right after like a dragon would be would kind of like suffer in comparison because they're sort of you know similarish enough yeah but they I just forgot they are so different like that loop of uh persona of like how you divvy up your time during the days and just the visual style of it and the mechanics of the combat, the like knocking people down, knocking enemies down, doing your all-out attacks, knocking someone down and then being able to like pass the turn off mm-hmm. to someone else on your party that might have the the um, elemental advantage over the enemy, all of that stuff. It's just, it's so slick. It looks great. It is, yeah, I really recommend it if you've enjoyed Persona 5. I also think this would be a good jumping in point if you've not mm. played a Persona and you like a JRPG. Yeah, I'm loving it. The music is great. The uh, it 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 looks amazing. The voice acting in English is all great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I sort of really felt like I would play a little bit of it and then it would end up taking a backseat to Yakuza. But mm. I'm feeling myself just like yeah, really drawn into the the. It's it's just a it's a cool setup. Group of group of school kids. There's some paranormal. Mm. Um, into into whatever you want to call it, not dimensional, but yeah. you know, mystery that yeah. you're all trying to solve. It's just it's such a good hook, and it's like, yeah, I almost, uh, yeah, I, I really like this. I, again, I felt like it might suffer from playing it in the shadow of five, like something that has come, you know, so many years after, and they've clearly like tightened it and right. been able to do a bit more with the story. But yeah, it's a cool setup. The the secret hour of the day where some Weird evil shit is happening. Mm. What's going on? You've got your little one of your teachers is in your party and he's in a control room kind of like talking you through what's going on, sort of like helping you, mm. like kind of helping you solve the mystery. Um, yeah, it's great. I'm I'm really, really having a good time of it. I'm like I think about, yeah, nine hours in or so. And, yeah, once you're – it is that repetitive thing of, you know, you're running around a dungeon, you're doing a lot of the same stuff, but it's – Similar to like a dragon where, you know, it is very much a loop of the same kind of, you know, you go do this, then of course this comes up. But when it looks great and feels good and is is just such Moorish combat, it's, um yeah, it's it's really, really fun. I'm really, really enjoying it. Cool. Big, nice. big thumbs up. Okay. I want to play it. Well, Buffy, Buffy the video game, basically. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, speaking of Infinite Wealth, I've been playing a lot more of that. Um, that... The Dondoko Island. I feel like we could almost do a whole like new review segment on just Dondoko Island. Yes. Uh, but honestly, we could just say it's Animal Crossing. Because it really It is. It I I assumed that philosophically it would be, you know, taking that, that style of game and, and it's a little mini game separate from the running around doing combat. But it is like li- it's literally Animal Crossing. Yeah, like, with a you, bit of, yeah. like you press down for I mean, you have a baseball bat, not a not an axe, but like down for that, right for your uh, your bug catching thing, left for your fishing pole. Like it's this is it's kind of like what we were same. talking about with Power World. How I felt like it was so egregious in its in its visual design, right? Uh, and and this is like yeah, this is you know they they do this a lot in the uh, Yakuza games. It is doing mechanically. It's just ripping off another game. Mm. Well, Pokemon's in there too. Exactly. Yeah, but it's yeah. doing it with its own, you know, its its own flair and its own yes. justification for in the world where you're like, it comes off as more of like a loving, you know, the mm. people who oh, made this I'm game, sure they're like, is, yeah. we love Animal Crossing and wouldn't it be funny if in the middle of trying to 
bring down an international crime ring. You end up meeting a dolphin who <laughs> takes you to a little island where you're smashing up bits of rubbish with a baseball bat. Yeah. Uh, but it's super, super fun. I, I, I'd I, heard uh, and, you know, a bunch of reviews mentioned like people got lost in that part of it. Like they just yep. spent at, like 10 hours just playing Dondoko Island. And I didn't get that. Like I enjoyed it. But it is as repetitive as Animal Crossing is as well. And I think I'm enjoying the story so much that I yeah, just was a yeah. bit, I'm sort of, I can see myself coming back to it eventually when I hit a bit of a wall with the story or whatever. But mm. I, I kind of was keen to just keep sort of for the moment pushing on. It is annoying to me. I don't think this is a fault of it, but I got up to this bit and Lauren famously mm. sunk days of her life into Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And I wish that you could just boot up Don Donko Island as its own yeah. like separate thing. So I could like I wish I could like start her her own save file that mm. is like just Don Donko Island because I don't think she has any interest in the rest of the game. But I could see her getting into like yeah, you because you do get a lot more like real world uh items yeah. to 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 build um in your in your you're trying to yeah you're trying to build up a resort exactly and I I do like that specific goal of it more than Animal Crossing uh which I haven't played all of them but it seems to always just be like yeah yeah you've moved here and now you're helping build up the town yeah but you this early is, days you get a couple of um yeah yeah tasks but this does seem to be kind of leading you through it a little bit more yeah and having that goal of like yeah it's like a theme park sim or whatever or a you know a, a zoo tycoon like because you get over there and building the, this up and you're trying to increase the popularity and the appeal and the setup yeah. is you get over there and it's like a down on its luck resort that's just gone to sh- gone to ruin yeah because the pirates keep dumping <laughs> waste <laughs> the pirates there keep putting their rubbish there <laughs> yeah so you have to clean up the rubbish and then also kill the pirates when they show up to dump more rubbish yes yeah 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 <laughs> great setup yeah but like and mechanically it's great i actually kind of think it's more to my taste uh, than Animal Crossing in terms mm. of like the menu system and the resource collection and all of that stuff. And just visually, I think I prefer it. Uh, it it's great funny too it's that the funny... controls kind of all change when you're on there. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. your combat is real time when you're fighting the pirates, like yeah. you're not doing the turn-based stuff. It's, it is weird that, I, yeah, I, I hope they make it like a little separate like yeah. download of it that you can get. Like how Inscription had the card game as its own thing, mm. just like... But also, they've always done like massive mini games within the Yakuza yes. games, and you know that's. But I've also yeah proceeded through the story a little bit, and it's still good, and it's still weird and quirky, uh, and has a strange emotional hook that is legitimate. I've changed. Um, uh, I've changed classes. I'm now smashing people up with a surfboard. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keen to play more. I haven't played any more since last week. It's fucking great. I reckon uh, like. I've dipped into some other stuff. Um, it's not something that's like fully got my attention, I guess, because it's. I know it's so big and it's going to be such a long gameplay experience. Mm. But I will, I'm sure, finish it by the end of the year. I'll. I'll it's a. It is a nice little nice one to, to just kind in. of. I feel like anything turn based is a lot easier to kind of come and go from because yeah. there's no like, oh, what's – I feel like the Spider-Man games, anytime I've left them and then come mm. back, it's like what fucking combo of buttons do I push to sure. to put this guy into a web? Whereas like, right. yeah, you can you can give it a month in between Persona sessions and be like, oh, right. yeah, I just select this guy and yeah. da-da-da. Oh, high school, that's right. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Girls are hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that, yeah, it's Persona – you're playing Persona, which is like, it sounds like a pretty uh, tradition, like uh, as much as Persona 5 was like a twist on traditional JRPG stuff, 
Uh, and then you get to go back into Yakuza, or sorry, Like a Dragon, which I really do like the uh, change up of the gameplay to be more about positioning. And yeah. you can like, like I'm noticing a lot with like the the boss battles and stuff. Like if you can knock a guy back into one of your other teammates, yeah. getting that extra attack. Um, and a lot of the it, yeah. like uh, special abilities are like go through. Ev- you know, if you can position yourself right take down five people at the same oh, time if you yeah if you line up a thing where you yeah you get to like yeah hit hit someone into another enemy yeah, yeah. oh just feeling like and that that is the funny thing about getting so used to that doing i think mm-hmm. i was like 13 hours in and then starting up persona and immediately the fact that in persona you have no option of you've got like a guard button in mm-hmm. um in yakuza where if you like time a button press you'll like significantly reduce your damage. Not having that in Persona right. is, is driving me crazy because right. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm fucking up every time I get hit. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, I just got to remember I didn't have the option of doing anything here. Yes. This isn't a failure on my part. This is how the game is structured. But it's I'm still instinctively like as they're coming for me, I'm still – I want to keep that muscle memory intact for when yeah. I go back to Yakuza. So I'm just – You're just backing out of the game every time. <laughs> I'm fleeing every battle. Yeah. <laughs> Getting no no experience points whatsoever, um, um, but, but yeah, I uh, uh, have been playing some demos. Steam Next Fest launched a couple of days ago, and do they, they do this like twice a year? Uh, maybe twice a year. Yeah, it seems like it's regular. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, maybe yeah, it's maybe a seasonal thing. But um, yeah, I I, I always try and go in on the ones that I've heard of and then like just scroll through because there's fucking like there's hundreds they always put up hundreds mm. uh and just any of them that take my eye or some of the more popular ones more than ever now as well with like sex detective five and all of that <laughs> right. sort of shit that's on steam now <laughs> yeah yes the, i'll check steam most days and yeah like just the mo- the top selling it's like i can't this isn't what am I looking at here? Horny Baker. A bunch yeah. of hentai. Yeah. yeah, nothing nothing worse than like... My octopus teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, recommended for you. Panty yeah. simulator. It's like, <laughs> all right, just because I've downloaded two JRPGs in yeah. the space of a week. <laughs> but this is sick. Like, this is, this is that sort of indie uh, highlight space that, you know, it's gotten so fragmented and hard to find you know great games uh certainly i don't think the game's media is doing as good a job as it used to i kind of think it's a shame that this we're we're them well yeah it's a shame that this only exists on something like steam like it would be great if if every storefront had their own version of this of just like hey here's a week where we're just going to flood you with demos of cool stuff that's coming out xbox has at least done that in the past i don't know if they do that they have had their like indie showcase oh yeah stuff i was gonna say that like in early days xbox was a big big Mm. champion of of yeah digital only indie games 360 era yeah get some absolute dog shit on there (laughs) (laughs) i guess the Wii did as well but anyway i feel like this is the place to to find yeah stuff now um it is it is very like intoxicating being able to scroll through a big list and just be able to go bang, 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 just get whatever you want. It's, it's yeah, it's and, cool. And there's stuff that I've already, yeah, stuff that I had heard of that you're just like, well, fuck yeah, I'm going to play a demo of this. Mm. Um, but I played some stuff that I had not heard of just going off how it looked. I played a great uh, city building game called Synergy, which I mentioned to you guys before, has the worst name of any game. It's so <laughs> fucking bland. Yeah. Yes. Synergy. Yeah, synergy. It's a, it's a cell. It's a kind of like a sable looking. Yeah, illustrated cell shadedy kind of uh, city city builder. Thing. City builder thing. You're on some sort of alien planet, 
Um, and I get it makes sense because the the sort of ethos of the game is uh, live in harmony with the environment. Mm. Live with synergy. Not- what if synergy was spelled S-I-N? Dude. Brother, that'd be appropriate then, for me. What then. if it was called Fuck Doctor? Oh, yeah. I've already downloaded that one. That's yeah. right. I was just getting all those recommendations. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, and it's a pretty classic one. You know, you start off with a few people. Uh, you got to like treat some of the water, uh, desalinate it, detoxify it. You got your little water tower. You got your little, oh, here's some plants. Oh, you got to, but it's it's less like set up a farm, you know, or, or like the very traditional style. It's mm. more like, um, decide how often you want to pick berries because the berries will regrow if you don't uh, fully, you know, um, uh, uh, strip it bare. But you can strip it bare and you get more resources, but only in the short term. That's why it's called simpatico. That's mm, You've got to combine your efforts with nature. Okay. Get it? Okay. Yeah. I'd call it tongue comer. <laughs> 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 I'd probably have been more interested. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, it's like, oh, it's a nice, you... cute uh, city builder. Cool. All right. Just when you can see it, like you can see that it's going to launch, and it doesn't matter how good it is and how many, how much, you know, how much good press it gets. Yeah. Just if a, it, yeah, if the if it's not a grabbing title, then you can just sort of see the future and like it's going to just pass people by. Yeah, and it's like, sure, you want to emphasize that point, but. Uh, it's just boring, like Surviving Mars or something like that. Like that's a similar game, and it has a in- more interesting title. But mm. Richie Rich, Ooh, that's a yeah. good ass name. That you is remember a good name. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, the Sandlot Kids. Yeah, yeah. Mister Deeds. Okay, yep. what's okay. he about? Big Daddy. Um, but I I love it. Like it's good. The loop is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. It's like a relaxing, calm looking and feeling game, but uh, they've thought everything out really, really well. And you're like assigning certain people to things and build. It's like the, the loop, the, the interconnected sort of gameplay stuff is great. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to buy this game and play it. Cool. Like it's, it's really, really fun. Um, so that was my first one that I had to dip in on. Uh, not something for everyone. However, this other game I played, Balatro. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we're names. talking titles. B a l a t r o. Balatro. 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 Weird name though, because basically it's like, what if poker was gamified? Mm. <laughs> right. Is this an existing like type of card game or whatever? It does sound like one of those names, like uh, Rummy Cub or no, whatever. That. No, no, no. Well, I mean, it can't. It can't have an, unless it was a video game, because this is like. Um, you're, uh, you're, and you're not playing against someone. You're playing to to hit a a certain score. You're playing against the house. You are playing against the house. MD. Um, hmm? house MD. How's my dick? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pretty good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, you get dealt. Uh, heaps of cards, like eight cards. Or something. <laughs> uh, I'm I sorry. I definitely expected a yeah, way bigger number heaps, than eight. I okay. was not. I was thinking. <laughs> I was wanting double digits minimum. Oh, okay. Minimum. <laughs> I really thought we were talking like thirty. Dude, you get dealt fucking eight. an unmanageable number of cards. <laughs> Fuck! It's a high temperature today. I'm boiling. Oh, shit! It I'm must gonna be eight degrees outside. <laughs> I'm gonna have to count all these easily on my fingers. Well, it's bigger than a poker hand. <laughs> okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> you get dealt, yeah, something like that, and you, uh, but you are tasked with 
choosing a five card hand. Yeah. Okay. Um, and sort of at the start, it's very simple. Uh, you've got a goal of like two hundred dollars or whatever, two hundred points. Each card is worth a different number of points, and then if you pick a hand with you know like a three of a kind or two pair or full house you get more points and like multipliers and stuff yeah okay and so this is like um it's that dice one yahtzee yeah yeah a little bit like yahtzee yeah yeah yeah. Uh, which is a little bit like poker um and so you will have a certain number of hands that you have got are allowed to play to try and hit this total mm-hmm. and you'll have a certain number of discards. So you can, uh, it, as in like a round of discards. So if you've got your eight or nine cards and you're trying to get, you've got like two and maybe you want to try and get a three of a kind or whatever, whatever it is, you can discard a bunch of cards and that counts as like one discard and you get maybe like three in the whole round. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you just basically go uh, trying to choose your good hands. You put it up. You play, it goes bing, bang, boom, calculates your points, adds that to the tally, and you're trying to hit, you know, your total. Yeah. And then uh, you'll finish a round, and if you succeed, you'll get some money, um, and it'll be like uh, how many rounds spare you had, uh, uh, you know, having hit the total, you get like a, you know, dollar, two dollars, three dollars, whatever. And then it'll show you like a little deck building marketplace where it's like, you can buy a Joker card, and this Joker card will sit up in the top permanently, and it'll apply some persistent like multiplier for hands that contain h- hearts or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Do I need to buy the Joker card if I already am somewhat like the man himself? Adam, would you stop being so serious and explain why it's happening? <laughs> uh, well, my father was a dumbass. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, it's it has that sort of uh, Slay the Spire inscription deck building thing of like right. acquiring these special cards and these m- multipliers and stuff like that. Uh, and then, yeah, just like the tallies, the, the you got to hit get higher and higher. Um, it, the, I got up to a point where like, uh, it's like a boss and it's like the first, your first like nine cards or whatever are dealt to you face down. So you're like, okay, well shit, I'm going to just randomly choose some. And then if you play some, the next ones you get a face up and you're dealing with these sort of challenges as you go. Yeah, And it's, it's very addictive. Uh, you only have to know the basic mechanics of poker to be able to get involved, and yeah, uh, you're sort of like strategically choosing what you buy in the in the marketplace. I loved it. I'm gonna play the hell out of it when it comes cool. out. Yeah, it yeah. sounds cool. Yeah, I Bel- like the Bellatro. 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 Don't know what the name means. It um, sounds like one of those names that used like very 80s board game type of yeah, thing where yeah. they just called them like Gibapas. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to play Gibapas? Like, what the fuck is that? I actually oh. would love to play Gibapas. Gibapas <laughs> sounds like a, a name of a game that uh, George's dad would have invented on Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Oh, We're yes. playing Gibapas! Yeah. Something in the middle pops up at <laughs> <Yeah>. some point. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Bellatro. Uh, and yeah, these are all obviously on Steam and and, and the demos are free and, and check them out if you want to. I played uh, another game that had... I think I don't know if this was part of some showcase or they I just saw the trailer on Reddit or whatever. Indica, uh, it's like a scary nun game. Okay. And the trailer is very like surreal and there's like little people jumping out of people's mouths and shit. Oh no. Um but the demo was not very good. Uh it drops you into just like a slice of the game. Uh you're like leading some guy around who's like got a sore arm. You're a nun, and, and it's like as in 
a, the tool a saw or what? his arm is in pain? Oh, his arm is in pain. Right. <laughs> he's He's got, she's the nun, it's like starts with a cut scene and he's like lying on the ground and he's like, oh, my arm hurts. And she's like, yeah, might have to cut it off. Here's some, here's a needle. And she pops him. You, so the world is kind of interesting. You, it, you're like riding around on this steam powered motorbike. Okay. Nice. And he, the, this guy is just like, oh, I need to get help. And you're like, yeah, okay, I'll. I'll I'll take you to some help, and it's all very like, it's Unreal Five, but it's very low polygon, like PlayStation Two era looking kind of game, uh, third person, and it feels sort of like a Resident Evil. You're you're looking in like shacks and stuff, and you're trying to you uh, interact here. Oh, open this cupboard. Is there a key? Is there a thing? I'm gonna light this with my torch. Um, but I also just like. I think it just fucking bugged out or something. Like I just got stuck standing in one position and I couldn't move and I couldn't do anything. Um, So it has the feel of like a, or like a Mordhau or like a, yeah, like indie low budget horror exploration sort of survival thing. Right. But the demo just didn't work. (laughs) No, that's a shame. I feel like there's a lot of that type of game too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I was taken in by that trailer. It was a pretty cool, well-edited trailer. Um, And maybe I'll give this another crack and it'll not fucking uh, shit itself on me. But um, yeah, I was, I was kind of disappointed by that. I also downloaded the Pacific drive demo, Mm -hmm. uh, but that is out soon and I'm definitely going to buy it and play it. So yeah, Yeah, we'll talk about that soon. I'm keen for that that one as well. Cool as hell. Yeah. Um, Speaking of things that look really cool. Well, I mentioned before that I'm a pretty twisted guy. Yeah. Somewhat of a jester. Okay. Uh, (laughs) A guy who is dead from the previous games of the Rocksteady Batman verse, the latest of which is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Yep. Which we got codes from Warner Brothers for, Mm -hmm. uh, for full disclosure. And here's some more disclosure. It's boring. <laughs> here's, here's even more disclosure. I didn't even open my email I that had the code that in it. I that email was, was quite like, bold. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I was like, even, we were talking about it last week, Ben, and you were like, yeah. uh, you know what, getting it for free is good because that's the only way I'm going to engage in it. That Even that wasn't enough for me because <laughs> you know what, time is valuable. Well, yeah, and you sinking a, an a, hour a game into you something play. that I'm not going to enjoy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm I'm ready for this game to be out of the fucking news cycle, honestly. Like, mm. well, <laughs> I'm right. sick well, of um, hearing about it. This, uh, <laughs> this performance review has... <laughs> Maybe called up a couple of things that we need to talk about at another day. <laughs> no, date. after today, after this segment of the pod. Uh, yeah, it, it is that that is my feeling about it at this point. I haven't played the whole way through the story or anything, but mm. it, that time thing that that is this. There are a lot of games that are like this. So um, it is a third-person squad-based shooter. Yes, with multiplayer capabilities that mm-hmm. is positioned to be an ongoing concern yes. for them. That being said. There is a a pretty normal kind of single player narrative story, yeah, with main missions and shit throughout. I, I haven't gotten to the end of that, and uh, no. I've, I've I am under the understanding that it maybe doesn't end satisfyingly, okay, due to it being a live service type of thing in the future. But. I'd read sort of. Uh I guess these, this is true that people were like, oh, it's like always online and stuff like that. You don't need... So I had apparently let my PlayStation Plus uh, subscription lapse. Mm. You don't need that to just play this game. 
you can play it with bots, uh, you know, with AI companions, and and you don't have to be tied to any of that stuff. Yeah, that's, I that's haven't fine. played it online with people at all, but you've got all four of you uh, in the squad at all times, which is Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. Deadshot, uh, King Shark, and the worst fucking character I've ever seen in my life, Captain Boomerang. Why do they keep putting him in the Suicide Squad? So I, I, I actually like what they did in... That's James Gunn movie. I hate this cunt. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I really, really don't like a goddamn oh, thing about I, him. I'm going to throw my boomerang at this thing because I'm a bloody Australian. <laughs> yeah, every time he's like, oh, I owe the penguin a tinny. Yeah. Fuck up, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad, it's an annoying voice regardless I, of I just, as you guys are talking I'm just picturing that email still being in bold and feeling like <laughs> hell yeah I hate the performance well because yeah. I'm saying this because I am surprised by how fine a lot of it is like yeah this is my <laughs> this is my what what's the word my my most surprising game of the year my least disappointing game of the year uh, I get- I expected it to be bad and shitty and and not fun and hollow and I actually Really enjoy playing it despite myself. So I think it's maybe you're having the thing I had with Gotham Knight. Oh, yeah. Whatever that was. where Because I don't think this game is good. Yeah. I, like, I'm not having fun playing it because, like, the... The, it's a third-person shooter. Each of the characters mm-hmm. sort of plays somewhat differently, mainly in the way that they move around. Yes. Mm-hmm. They've got different types of uh, either swinging or jetpack or whatever to, to be a little anthem yep. type of movement yeah, where yeah. you can kind of go in three di- dimensions. Uh, I don't like the way that stuff controls for any of the characters, though, really. Like I, I like uh, Deadshot. And I will say I only like playing as Deadshot. I, I like King Shark. Right. Because his is fairly simple. You can jump up with... So they all oh, yeah, use a yeah. combination of L1 and R1. Mm-hmm. Like Harley's is like R1 will swing on like this bat man's thing that she stole <laughs> yep and <laughs> you can Batman's do it once <laughs> and then you get a, a meter recharging unless you dive towards the ground and then it'll recharge quicker and then you can do it a second time yeah and it'll get slower recharge after that one so you right. can only really do it twice but then the l1 is a grappling hook as well and it's all just switching between them isn't fun i've only played for like a few hours mm-hmm. but because yeah. you're they control similarly enough that they don't feel fun and different in a fun way, right. but they control differently enough that they feel confusing in an irritating way. I yeah, I've not I, enjoyed that. I definitely, I mean, I chose and stuck with one because I just dislike the others, but I, and I guess if you are playing it in a group with people, you will have your assigned character and you mm-hmm. won't change, but I don't think it makes sense uh, to, to be changing character. Which is disappointing. Like that was yeah. the big thing about this game that um, became clear that they were going in the wrong direction with the opportunities that making a Suicide Squad game presents. Where like, why other than the multiplayer aspect even have these four different characters if they're because the the main yeah. stuff you're doing with all of them is just regular third person shooting. Yeah, big open world, mm-hmm. uh, vague story of like. The Justice League have gone bad because of uh, Brainiac Man has captured their brains. Oh, the no. same <laughs> thing from Injustice 2. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, you've got the evil Justice League who are under mind control, which makes them... I don't know how it works in like the comic stories of Brainiac yeah. and stuff, but I am finding that... like The story... Well, we'll get to that in a second, but one thing I, I'm not loving about the story, it's like Green Lantern and Batman and all of them. Mm-hmm. 
but because they're evil now, they're not themselves. They're kind of like douchebag versions of themselves right. in this way. They haven't way. had a Snickers yet. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. You could put it that way. Yeah, they're hangry. When so you say like... the ending's unsatisfying, is that what it is? They just feed him a Snickers. <laughs> there's plenty of games where Batman talks to villains and he's like, Harley, you loser, or <laughs> whatever yeah. he says. Yeah. You know, when he's, I understand when he's the character cool, yeah. of Batman so well, <laughs> uh, and you can tell that I can make this comment. But like, there's this weird smugness to all of mm-hmm. them because they're mm-hmm. villains that I that is odd. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so one thing I was going to say about the switching between characters in different missions, one of them will have um, a oh, like, yeah. let me do this mission. So mm-hmm. it'll give you a little incentive if you're playing on your own to to switch between them. But yeah, yes. I've just found that. Not controlling well because the main third person shooting is really, uh, I I don't like it. Mm. It's everything is so small and yeah, distant. Yeah. Everything is all the enemies you're fighting are so similar and dull. Mm. Everything that you're doing is so like rote that you just have played a ton of games like this that do everything this game is doing better. So like, what's the point of this one? Is right. like the ultimate feeling. Yeah, it's for me. It's and I yeah I said in the chat I think as well like it's it's a it's a bang average game, but it is such a wasted opportunity or it's just wasted potential from a, a company that made some of the best games ever. Because there are mm. flashes of that. Excuse the pun of that there too. You get little green lanterns of it every now and again <laughs> where like there's moments in the story and there's bits of the cutscenes and like the look uh, like technical look of it is good. Yeah. It it looks good but then like all of the purple little enemies with numbers flying off them I'm just not loving that. Yeah. Uh the I don't think the shooting feels especially bad but it also doesn't feel good. Yeah. Like there's weird stuff where like so your shields are regenerated by it's sort of like Doom Eternal a little bit mm-hmm. where you shoot the kneecap out of enemies and then go up and melee them oh, yeah, and you'll sure. regain shields. Yep. So that it's got ideas, but then in practice, that's actually just sort of annoying. For yeah. Me. And it, I don't, I've not experienced like a situation where I'm like actually running out of shields and health at this point either. Mm. Um, I, yeah, it is odd because I can't look. So like purely playing as the one character who is built to have guns <laughs> and use guns well and also he has a jetpack it's like oh yeah this is fun this is like what if uh i don't know gears of war you had a jetpack or something like that slightly where- more 3d division or whatever yeah, right? yeah 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 um and playing as this one character where it makes sense to have guns and like a sniper rifle and shit it's it's kind of fun like you're jetpacking your way around this you know big open city that's like in ruins and it's under attack by aliens and you're landing here and or you're like you can do a a little slide move when you hit at the top of a building and then jetpack off again like that traversal stuff is fun with one of the four characters right and then hitting a little cluster of guys and bang 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 knocking them out uh when using the melee with this guy with guns just means you do a little cartwheel and a little like close close up shot and I think, yeah, that gets you your shields back. There's something about it that's kind of fluid and fun when, for me, you're not having to interact with the, any of the story or any of the writing or any of the stuff that is, you know, linear or, and, and, and curated, mm, which is yeah. uh, a bad sign. Because I'm <laughs> yeah. for a video game that the story stuff is above where I thought it would be. Right, right. I right. guess, because, like, I don't... It, it's It's... 
it's there in a way I didn't expect it to be, I suppose is right. what I mean. Like right. there is a main story. There is like... For something that was so like when people found out it was going to be live service, you just assume that there's going to be like none of, like basically mm, none of that. It has an awful lot of the repetitive go and do these other missions yep. stuff in there. Like the penguin wants you to do some jobs again and again and again and whatever. Right. Uh, and all of the main missions you're really doing do boil down to where is the group of enemies I need to shoot at? Yeah, here's yep. a cutscene with a superhero and then they fly away and here's some enemies. And yeah, they leave A, B and C point and you need to yeah. go and defend A, B and C or attack A, B and C or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like it, it is making a sincere attempt at being an adaptation of like the Suicide Squad uh, uh, vibe yeah. where like, mm. you know, it's got, I don't think they're necessarily that effective, but like uh, it's trying to do some stuff of like early on, it's like goofy cutscenes of them like fighting as the credits go mm-hmm. in like tableaus or whatever or like yeah i hated that stuff <laughs> I, I knew you would and like it, it i think that it, it's it if you like these characters you'll enjoy it more than yeah. someone who doesn't yeah i think i realized uh during the opening sequence like oh i think i've only ever conceptually liked this you know like if someone just and you'd never heard of it before gave you the premise of like what if the bad guys had to be the good guys you're like oh interesting and it's never actually been interesting in any of the media except for that one the suicide squad film which i quite liked and well and it's like it's just that the stuff it's doing in this has been done so many times in the last 10 years that like yeah because guardians of the galaxy does it too it's all that sort of stuff where like you know, them walking slow motion hero style towards the camera and then someone throws a can at them and they're like, fuck you, Suicide Squad. And like needles, record scratches the thing. Which like, I'm I'm personally a bit sick of now. Yeah. But there was a point when I wasn't and if you're still in that point, then... Yeah, there's a neat twist, yeah. Or if this is the first time experiencing it, yeah. If you're a big Suicide Squad fan from the comic books and shit, I do think this is actually, in the ways that the Arkham games did, throwing so much of that stuff in there that there's enough of that to enjoy here. That's that's, that's that's true. That's who it's for, right? It's like taking that live service thing and just putting a thing on that it assumes you're like a huge DC head that's like... Not to the point of jumping in right now at full price and all of that, I wouldn't say personally but like if you're a fan and you want to play a licensed adaptation of these characters Mm. this is not the worst standard of that type of thing i think it isn't good if you're a shooter fan yeah i don't think that this is going to be the the one that you pick out of any of them because like there are so many it's not like the batman the arkham games where no, it's nothing like them like it doesn't play anything like them, and then also it's not like oh you should play this regardless because it's just a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. this is a lot more of a caveat, similar to Gotham Knights as well, where it's like if you're really into this world and these characters and all of this stuff, like there there's a lot of that in here. Mm. Yeah, you're seeing Wonder Woman and talking to her and shit, and like that's true. And I'd like I'd never really interacted with Superman media all that much, and this is set in Metropolis, and it's like. Oh yeah, this is not Gotham. This is like 
you know, Art Deco. This is not, you know, mm. German Expressionism. This is fucking like massive 1920s, you know, like New York Americana sort of mm. stuff. Like it, that design and style and aesthetic is there and it's like really, really strong and not something I'd really seen in anything else. The Riddler's chucked a bunch of riddles around. You've Mr. got Riddle Lois Lane there. talking to Wait, you the over Rizzler's the... in this? <laughs> You've misheard me. You're not sticking out your gut for no one Good. in this Good particular Good you, DC feeling though. <laughs> uh, Superman, when do you finish? When do you finish work, dude? Uh, the, 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 yeah, like Lois Lane's talking to you. Lex Luthor's in it. You know, yeah, it's got yeah. all of these yeah. um, things that like probably haven't been done well in a video game yet and they're done mm at least presentationally pretty decently here. Like they're bantering all the time. Yep. They're all like Batman's threatening you over the radio because he's indoctrinated or whatever mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool to be hunted by Batman. It yeah, is yeah. a sequel to the Arkham games. So if you're a huge fan of those, this doesn't play anything like them. And I do think it plays significantly like less interestingly. Yeah. yeah. But it is the sequel to that. And it, it like it had me a little bit in a section where you're like going through this like Batman museum yeah. that's in Metropolis and it's just recounting the plot of the first three games to you, but from a museum perspective. <laughs> that was yeah. your favourite bit of it. Honestly, was yes. reliving the other games. And, then, and yeah. then my least favourite part of it was the end of that where it's like, and then afterwards, um, Batman came back and joined the Justice League. Yeah. And you go to the fucking Justice League museum too. Yeah, the Hall of on. Justice. <laughs> and I, man, it's like all these holograms of Batman where obviously this in world is a thing for kids and he's like, me and my friends at the Justice League, and I hate Batman hearing him say the word friends. <laughs> yeah. It's not for me. That's not my type of Batman. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't that the Super Friends? Like, that That was a thing back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the SpongeBob <laughs> name of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, yeah, like, it's, it's doing all the comic book adaptation stuff, like, visually well. Mm. And uh, I think, like, has enough of that in its main story stuff that if you're a big fan, you'll get something out of this. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can't. Maybe I'm way off because I'm not a fan or a hater of it in either direction. So yeah. maybe it's only if you're I, middle of the line like me, where you even think someone would appreciate it. Yeah. Maybe I, uh, there's something wrong with it. I think people will be pleasantly surprised if they if they play this game, and and they're already interested. Like it, this is not. Yeah, like you say, this is not for a neutral. This is not for someone who's That's the main trying to thing. be convinced or wants to be convinced. This is someone. This should be for someone who is like, I've always liked the Suicide Squad, and I'm curious uh, to see the Arkham story play out in another thing. And and I accept that this is a live service open world third person shooter. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, like exactly like that stuff. I fucking hate the interface and the layout of all of that and yeah. how many little tiny fucking numbers there are everywhere right. that don't seem to really matter that much and there's a million different little fucking stats and after every mission you're spending way too long having to wait for this stupid fucking loot box to open oh yeah like yeah. this missile shoots and it takes forever yeah. to fucking open up i like all of that element of the game is just a poisonous element to this game yeah yeah a poisonous ivy element to Woo! this game i know 70 dc characters <laughs> i haven't so i haven't been too uh uh put off by that or perturbed by it maybe because i just uh i don't know i haven't i probably haven't played quite as much as you have by I the do sounds of things. F- I, I think that our tolerance levels 
if we could combine them. Yes. Because I don't, I'm not hating the writing and stuff in this game to right. a point where I'm finding it grading. I am finding all of the type of game this is stuff grading. Right. And vice versa, Sound it sounds like for you, soundingly, yeah. I nearly said. <laughs> uh, but I also, I don't. Like, I'm never really in the menus that much. Like, I really am just, like, flying around shooting people. I haven't bothered to look into skill trees and shit like that. Although, now that you mention it, it is, I ha- that has been kind of confusing. Because there's, right. like, three three skill sections and f- four characters, and you're like, but I only, I'm only literally playing as one, but... Well, um, and I think that's how you're going to get the most out of this game is if you just don't care about it <laughs> while you're playing it, which is a not Big a good thing. Yeah. Like, but I also I will say I reckon I would like it a lot more if it wasn't fucking Captain Boomerang. King Shark I liked in the film that he was in, but it just really comes across as a as a as a um David Bautista Guardians Drax. of the Galaxy guy. Yes. He's similar to that for sure. I don't know which one came first in yeah. real life. But in terms of just the portrayal, yeah, it's it's very it's too um it's too close to it for me to enjoy that much. Harley Quinn is like fine. Probably yep. is the one character I would keep from this roster mm-hmm. uh, and has some interesting stuff to, to you know, draw from and, and do stories with. I like that she, as a character in this game, is at the point where she's already been fucked over by the Joker enough to hate him now yeah, from yeah. the Arkham games. So comes into it with a sort of different yeah. point uh, of where you often get Harley Quinn being. Kind of like the... I don't know if you ever saw that movie... A million birds fighting birds, Margot Robbie. Yes. What was that called? Birds of Prey. Yeah, that's it. That's was close. But yeah. then it's got some long Technicolor Dreamcoat name afterwards, right? Yeah, it does. Right? It does. Or right. I think, yeah. Anyway, similar similar space for the character. Right. And then Deadshot is 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 not interesting at he's all. He's just a soldier guy. He's, he's a soldier guy. I've got a daughter. He's got a daughter. <laughs> he's rather than, he's like, what if Batman parents didn't die but had daughter and care I about daughter? Because so. <laughs> uh, yeah. he's just like, yeah, I got a bunch of gadgets and shit, and I'm uh, at my at my core a good guy. But the characters are having enough done with them and are being enough of a focal point that you can say those things about them too. Yeah, That's right. I yeah. suppose the thing that I didn't necessarily expect to get out of this in the way that it is doing. Right. It, it has a chunk of it that mm. is that story-based sort of superhero game. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But, yeah, like, I can't speak to what it feels... It, like, I think a lot of the negativity towards it in on in one area is that when a game presents itself as a live service game, people then go, okay, will you be good for 200 hours? Yeah. And yeah, this yeah, one yeah. probably is not. But I think there's a 10-hour in here mm. that if you're a fan of these guys... Yep. And you're, uh, if you fucking hate Australians and think they're the <laughs> dumbest fucks in the world, which most people do, yeah, which fair enough, like, but this, oh, but fuck, it, he's bad, it's, man. It's crazy he's that really what bad. you're saying is like, if if this Arkham team had have just made this basically as an Arkham game, as like a ten hour, oh yeah, story without all the online stuff, this this would be good. And you can yeah. almost see the battle internally that must have happened during this At game, some where stage, yeah. a mm. bunch of people wanted to make that and thought they were making that, mm. yeah, and then it got like ripped through the wormhole and stretched yeah. into this thing, <sighs> yeah, like it. Uh, 
it, it, it's not anywhere near the Arkham games where they were like, I don't give a shit what you think about Batman. This is good. Well, a product like this is kind of is is why something like the Last of Us multiplayer game gets canned internally you know like that struggle yeah and then this being the resulting product yeah you know what i mean is why things fall over because it's like we just can't we can't please these two different uh audiences no and i'm never going to put the time into this game to be able to speak to those elements of it a lot of other people are yeah to the to the to the long term and like if this is your game where you do your dailies and you grind your weeklies yeah, and all that right shit. But, then, but also yeah. that's not ever fun for me, so like <laughs> exactly, this I'm game not playing the division. Have done you know, that like well. I'm not that interested in it. Uh, maybe I would enjoy just running around shooting people in the division, but I'm not going to be. I really as like invested. Destiny as like yeah, that's my yeah. equivalent of like I think the shooting in that game is so good that the enormous negative aspects of that game I look past in a, a way that I shouldn't, right? In a responsible way, yeah, because like. It feels good to play, and yeah, this one just doesn't feel at all. This just good feels to me to like the servers will be shut off by the end of the year. I just uh, that's why yeah. I found it hard to bother. Is like I just don't. I just this everything about this just feels like uh, even like the day of it being even like in advance of it coming out, the big story was that like the like the early access thing hadn't been working for <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah, but then even on the day of launch, you you just already kind of hearing nothing about this no, game. I, was I just think say, it's gonna fade immediately. Yeah. This yeah. will not be being talked about other than as like a cautionary tale of how you roll these sorts of games out. I just feel like this is not even going to be on people's minds in a month's time. But I will say when it's on that deep sale that it will be on. Yeah. If you're a comic book character fan, yeah, yeah. there's something here for you in a way that I didn't expect there to be. I don't well, like the Amanda Waller character either. I don't think... No, anything. no. I, I, I genuinely don't think I like the Suicide Squad concept, but I... Uh, so you play... Do you play the... Uh, you played the Avengers game? Um, yes. Like you tried it. Not, not, not heaps of it, but yeah, I played the Guardians of the Galaxy one as well. Well, and that, that one was well that received. That one was single player. Yeah. Focused. But the, yeah, the Avengers one. Is that, does this, cause I think, I can't imagine this being as bad as the Avengers cause that came and went and it was shut down and uh, people. This is who, the same as the Avengers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And like, that was a brawler type of thing. So right. it was, it was, I think there's a certain level of like, um, pointing your cursor at something, clicking the button and having it react is satisfying enough in general that it's hard to make a properly bad shooter. Yeah, I agree This with that. is a bad shooter, though. Yeah. <laughs> on, in, in those terms, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's not It's not a good one. <laughs> no, it functions, but it's like a clicker game or whatever. Like, there's a right. certain thing to it where it doesn't really, like, the particulars of why it's... Be- if you're a shooter fan, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it functions more than I expected it to from the coverage about it beforehand. Yeah, I think you're right. I think if you're a Suicide Squad slash comic book fan, then this might be a a game worth trying. When this is 15 bucks or whatever, you'll get something out of this uh, more than you might expect. However, it may not uh, live to see that sale. Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, I don't know how tied this is to having to have active servers and shit. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, a a, a real, a real, uh, like... From what Rocksteady's done in the past, right. this is yeah. a fraction of a fraction of as quality as that. Yeah. From the response to it, though, it's probably you're probably going to enjoy it slightly more than you might think. Yeah, yeah I think so. Sounds like it. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's also monetized up the fucking ass and in a in a bad way. Oof. So many costumes and shit that you can that you can buy with the 
obfuscated currency that's mm. the Mickey Mouse bucks that is yeah. like actually illegal in so many places <laughs> in so many situations. Yeah. So For it's like, reason. how come you're allowed? Yeah. yeah. Denmark or whoever it is that does this yep. shit. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we better leave it there for another episode of Filthy Casuals. Thank you for joining us. Mm. Get over to filthycasuals.com.au. You can find the links to everything we have going on. We've got our Patreon. Get on there. Support the show if hey, you enjoy. But the Persona 3 people are like a suicide squad. Oh, yeah. The way that <laughs> yeah. they activate their personas. Oh, yeah. They Fuck. shoot themselves in the head with a little special gun. Sorry, just had to. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real suicide theme this week. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh Get on the Patreon. We do a bonus show for you every week. And, uh, yeah, if you like getting the show for free, please think about supporting us financially. Yeah. Throw in a, little, throw in a couple of shekels each month. That's right. Very much appreciated by us. Get onto the YouTube channel. We've got heaps of videos on there, hundreds and hundreds of the damn things, us doing Let's Plays, us yeah. doing one-offs, heaps of stuff on there. We've got a few Lethal Company videos on there. People been have been recently. loving the Lethal Company People ones. People loving the company. They're saying it's the game for us. Yep. It's a funny game. Yep. It's our latest platform <laughs> yes. that we do this show within. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, subscribe on Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify, mm-hmm. and Lethal Company. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, join us in a game and just run around and listen to us riff. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can get it live. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. What are we, TikTok? Some kind of unalive ourselves squad? (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.